Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the Road Podcast, presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ Nevin in the building. Yo, yo, what up? We got DJ D-Miles. What up, what up? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. And we got a special guest by way of San Diego. I've known this dude for a minute, and I've seen him come up. Same here, man. Yeah, yeah, Nevin, you know him. <laughs> yes. I, you know, I've been going to San Diego for probably like since, what, 08? I think 2008. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen him come up and really work his way from the bottom up. And, uh, you know, I'm really, really proud of of what he's doing and where he's at right now in his career. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for the most part, I don't know everything about him, but for the most <laughs> part, I know he worked hard to build what yep. he has right now. Yep. And um, I think it's a testament. This dude has been doing it for, for 10 plus years, maybe maybe 15 from from what I know of him, almost fifteen years. No overnight success. Huh? It's not an overnight success. He's this motherfucker built his shit. He played his position, and when it was time for him to shine and start doing his thing, uh, he stepped up. He stepped up he and he's it. doing his shit. We got DJ Dynamic yes, in the building. What's good? Thank you, thank you, thank you. What's up, podcast, man? appreciate y'all, man. Yeah. yeah, it's good to have you, man. You've been coming to Vegas, but we never link up. Yeah, man, really. It's always been in and out, you know. Lately, it's not like in the in the beginning when I would come, I'd be here three days, four days. Now it's just like boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? In and out. So thank so you wait, for having me. It's been some time. You know what I mean? I know it's been some time, man. It's good to see you, man. Yeah, likewise. I'm always. very I'm very happy to see what you're doing with your career. Like uh, you've created this this huge Latin movement in San Diego with you and you and Chaos as well. Yes, Shout sir. to Chaos. Yeah, that's my yeah. bro. Yeah, and then you're in town. You know, you're not doing a club. You're not doing uh, a, a lounge or anything here. He's, he's you're opening, doing a, he's opening for a little concert. Yeah, you, you, you um, opened up in an arena. For, yeah. <laughs> you might have heard some guy named Bad Bunny. You might have heard of him. <laughs> At some legendary arena, uh, MGM. Yeah. Yeah. MGM Arena. <laughs> the Grand Garden. Yeah. Mike Tyson and Floyd right? Mayweather used to fight. <laughs> yeah, right. So Crazy. you're here. You're like opening for Bad Bunny, right? Yes, sir. So I uh, pretty much did doing majority of the West Coast uh, tour, uh, yeah. the dates. So. This was my third uh, date and probably my last one. Your last uh, one? Yeah. So what, what other cities did you do? I did uh, San Diego. Mm-hmm. San course, Diego, yeah. obviously. Um, and then they gave me the three L.A. dates, but I was like, I'm, I don't want to do all three. So I put two of my homies on there and then I did Saturday night at the Forum. And then I did last night here. In I Vegas. heard the Forum oh, was insane. Yeah, forum was insane, crazy. man. Forum was insane. I mean, they're all insane. They're all different. Um, I've been to four, DJ three, and... They've all been great, you know, but Forum was definitely insane. That's crazy. How do you get on the radar of Bad Money? You know what? I've been I've been building with this team since 2018, you know what I mean? Since mm-hmm. Bunny was, before he was a superstar, you know what I mean? So I've known his team since 2018. This is like Chambea, Chambea? Yeah, Chambea, uh, Estamos Bien, like, you uh, know, Creepy, creepy Kush. Kush. Creepy Kush, damn, right, yeah. Crooked knows his shit. I know, I know right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I love what? it. But yeah, those are those I, days. I will tell you this. And I have the podcast to back me up. I was one of the first motherfuckers that was saying I was a Bad Bunny fan yeah. Yeah. since early on. Since motherfuckers was like, Bad when, Bunny? When yeah. Ross, was, Ross was opening up for Bad Bunny and Trace. Yeah. So, and like, I, I would I would that. actually go to the Bad Bunny show. Yeah, yeah. I think that was 2018 when he first was at Drake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was like, it was like, like after the Latin Grammys or something. I want to say I was on Bad Bunny ever since I took an Uber. And this was in Vegas. And this was 2017. I was in the Uber. And... Uh, my Uber driver was Colombian, and he was playing J Balvin, and we and I was just like, "Yo, what is this?" He's Some like, trap, the, ba- "The trap record they have." 
And he like, goes to Jay Balvin. He's like, and I was like, oh, it's like reggaeton and shit. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's it's all Colombian now. It's all Colombian. He's yeah, like, yeah. He's like, the Boricuas don't have it. He's like, the only Boricua that does is Bad Bunny. And I didn't understand what the fuck he was saying. Yeah. So I was like, what bad? Like a bad bunny? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, who, why? What is that? Yeah, what is that? He's yeah. like, oh no, he's huge, man. I'm like, what a what a ridiculous name. <laughs> yeah, man, when look I, at this motherfucker now. When man. I first heard him was like 2017, and I I was like this is whack like i thought he was like a latino future like a knockoff future he was doing mm. all like future shit that's yeah, what yeah. he was getting compared like, to like yeah he was yeah. and i was like this is whack and then like just he just kept coming with banger and banger and banger and then 2018 i'm like all right this is good he came out with like chambea creepy creepy kush doing more of the reggaeton stuff and i'm like yo this guy's different but that bpm is kind of a dead bpm for 80, reggaeton 80, right yeah like 70, but he was doing a lot of 60 70 yeah shit and it was it was like good it was a good intro for him yeah but it was better when he started hitting the the ninety and hundred. Yeah, shit, so like right? he was he was huge back in PR doing like the trap shit, like yeah. trap 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 for years. But it's too emo. And then right? yeah, and then that didn't translate, you know, in the American market. And then Creepy Kush, a little bit more up tempo, eighty five BPM. Got you that, know what uh, I mean? Nicki Minaj remix. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah that's Wait, when I, think I started. Travis really Scott was on that, right? Travis yeah, Scott was I mean, on yeah. the remix too. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So. 2018, you know, I started really like building with him, um, and then in 2000, yeah, 2018 there was this uh, festival, which is a huge festival now called Baja Beach Fest in Rosarito, mm. and um, we knew me and my boy Roa, shout out to Roa, um, he we knew uh, Noah, who's Bad Bunny's manager, and he was like, yo, Bad Bunny's gonna be doing a festival in Rosarito, it's not that big, boom, boom, boom. So I'm like, yo, I told Roa we gotta go. He was like, like I, we don't like we don't have no business going there. I'm like, bro. Noah's inviting us. We gotta go. So we go. We we go, and we just we, we were there with uh, with Bad Bunny's camp. And ever since then, we just kind of like you know kept in touch. And then 2019, Bad Bunny had a concert in San Diego, and Canelo trains in San Diego. Yeah. So we are tight. We're tied to Canelo's camp as well. So we were like, yo, why don't we make this play? Bad Bunny's in town. Let's take him to Canelo. Canelo was training for the triple uh, the triple G fight, the very first one. Oh shit! So we took him. And it was just like, it was a great plug. From there, we're like, yo, I think we're in, you know what I mean? So, you know, fast forward now, you know, this year, um, my my boy, who's my booking agent, his name's Chris Corporate. He was like, yo, Dynamic, I'm relying on you to uh, help me with the West Coast dates, you know what I mean? And obviously they know you, they feel comfortable with you. And yeah, that's pretty much how I was able to do the San Diego concert. I thought I was going to just do San Diego. And then they were like, yo, LA, San Jose. I didn't end up doing San Jose, but, um, and they're like Vegas, you know what I mean? And then they just asked me to do Miami, but I'm not going to be in town, I'm going to be in Spain. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just going to be a little, you know, it would be hectic. So how, it's crazy. How, how, how is it? Like how many people in the, in the, in the arena or whatever? <sighs> 50, sold out, I mean, 15,000. 15,000. 17,000. I mean, Forum was a lot more. Mm -hmm. San Jose was smaller. San Diego was around the 15,000 range, but. You get nervous and shit? <laughs> Honestly, like. I was I was not nervous at all to be honest. It's with you. weird. I see you like when did I start seeing like Instagram videos of you and like these large fucking the Baja Beach Fest shit. Yeah, yeah. but you you also be in these like you you've been doing like these big concert arenas yeah. for a while. So, now. so I did. I also did the Bad Money um, in in Tijuana and TJ in 2019 the Por Siempre tour. That's what it was. At some like was that like kind bowls of, and shit. Was that like the first kind of really big one? Because I just started seeing IG video. So like I like. 
when you linked up with Bad Bunny in 2017, you were kind of on this Latino yeah. wave that yeah. you were building. So, 2017, in the city. I was like, yo, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've always listened to reggaeton, I've always DJ reggaeton, you right. know what I mean? But yes, okay, let's have this conversation. I know we've had this conversation before, but you're the perfect per- person to have this conversation with. Yeah. And we've said this many times, so you can correct us. Yeah. Right? I think I know where you're going. Yeah. Go ahead. So you can correct us. <laughs> Take the wheel. Because a lot of motherfuckers in the West Coast and California act like they've been repping reggaeton forever. Oh, of course. And they act like, you know, you're, <laughs> right, just, so you agree, that. right? Yeah. And then they just act like, nah, we've always been known this, like, nope. Don Omar. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like, y'all, y'all motherfuckers was maybe dancing to Oye Mi Canto and like yeah, some, exactly. some joints. Or like some like pop joints. Gasolina. Gasolina. Yeah. yeah. But y'all, y'all didn't know about Tego. Y'all didn't know about all Hector the this shit. Father. Yeah. I mean, Tito Bambino. So for for me, and it was like, you know, for me in New York and in Miami, they've always been running Latin reggaeton. But even even in Miami, they they look down on reggaeton. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, obviously, we've talked about how different a reggaeton uh, crowd in the West Coast is to Miami Mm -hmm. or the East Coast, right? It's more cumbia. It's more Mexican-based. Exactly. And then so... When we talk about reggaeton now to the, to like some of these like younger DJs, the they cats. act like it's been like yo, we've been been Cali's been on this, and I'm like nah, this no. is. So when I see like reggaeton parties in Cali, yeah. it's almost like they it's not like exploiting. <laughs> Do you, you understand what I'm they're saying? Opportunists. Yeah, they're, they're like taking advantage of this wave. So everyone's yeah. like, yo, we're starting this new Latin movement. And it's like, nah, but we've been doing it. It's like, nah, y'all haven't I mean, been doing it. Yeah. I, I've said this shit on air and I've said this shit on Instagram. i said this shit everywhere. Mexican people are not big on reggaeton. Yeah, you got banda. You got so much other banda. Regional stuff, yeah. We don't, we don't, we're not big on reggaeton as People make it seem to be like, yo, we've been we've been uh, fucking messing with Jay Balvin for the longest time. No, you have not. Yeah, here's Stop the, thi- the here's cap. the thing too, though. Back to what you said, yeah, like yeah. the West Coast but you reggaeton. Co- correct me though. No, correct. I think you're, I think you're spot on because the West Coast, like the East Coast, and Miami, like you said, New York, Miami reggaeton. You, you got to think of it like in Miami, you got Cubans, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Colombians. You know what I mean? The Costa Ricans, right, Panama. You know what I mean? Like over here in the West Coast, is ninety percent. Mexican, Salvadorian, so, Guatemala. Yeah, exactly. Guatemala. So, like, for us, it's like the commercial reggaeton. You know, when I say us, I, I, I'm i talking about Mexicans, you know what I mean? But me, personally, I've been on this since, like, early 2000s. I was going to, uh, I was a sophomore in high school going to Mexicali, clubbing, listening to the reggaeton stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? So, like, that's why I said I've been on the reggaeton stuff, and I've always sprinkled it in in my, in my sets. Even, like, when I first, which this is another story we could get to, first moved to San Diego, they're like, you can't play no Latin, you know what I mean? And I would still find a way to sprinkle it in there because I was wait, passionate Wait, when did you it. move to, where are you originally from? I'm from Brawley, California. I was born in Mexicali. I moved to Brawley, California when I was six years old. Mexicali in Mexico. In Mexico. Yeah. Well, yeah. Where is that? So so the way San Diego is with TJ Tijuana, yeah. that's how uh, the Imperial Valley is with Mexicali. That's our border. So Brawley is a is a, a a city north of the Imperial Valley. It's like twenty minutes from the border from Mexicali. Mm, okay. What's so, a, what's a, what's Mexicali? Mexicali is just it's just it's like Tijuana. You know what I mean? It's just it's it's Baja California. Really hot, like you know, really hot weather. You know what I mean? It's Not, close to Arizona. But yeah, very close to Arizona. Like if you drive to Arizona, you're gonna yeah, pass yeah. through the Imperial Valley. It's the, on the eight east. You know. Okay, um, so you grew up there. And then I grew up there. What year did you go to San Diego? Um, I moved to San Diego. I graduated in 2006. I moved to San Diego in 2009. Oh, wow. 2009. So literally, when I was doing Stingery, <laughs> he just said Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So 2009, 
I moved to San Diego and you were opening there. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was. Uh, it took me like a year to start, you know, kind of gigging, and then I started opening here and there, like the smaller the bars. How and did stuff. you do it? You just went to the venues. <clears throat> so I used to roll with my boy DJ C's, um, who was like a DJ, a big DJ at the time in San Diego. He was doing the hard rock, boudoir, stingery. Mm. Um, shoot. I'm probably missing a lot of clubs right now. Um, Yo, what the fuck happened to the Hard Rock? I mean, yeah, that's that's where I first met. Two o seven, yeah, that's where I met. That's where I met. Never two o seven. Yeah, so I was yeah. going with him. He used to do every Thursday. It's called it used to be called Savvy Thursday. Yeah, yeah. And I used to go with him, and I just politic, boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? And then um, I met. Ra- uh, he's always been tied with DJ Rags. I'm sure you know DJ Rags from San Diego, and he and Rags was always like. I remember Steve Angelo had a show at Fourth and B, and this was when Damn, on Broadway had a. Uh, on Broadway was open and he was like yo we need an opener can you do it like day of type shit and then I did it and then from there I just started just opening boom 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 but I was going out every night shaking hands kissing babies you know like mm-hmm. they say and then like 2010-11 McShane shout out McShane he was just like bro I really like you you know you're a good Mc- dude Mc- yeah McShane at uh, Stingery Stingery oh, wow. exactly yeah. so he was like bro I want you here every Saturday or at least every other Saturday so I would do me and um what was his name? I forget his name. Aiden. He used to go by DJ Aiden. He used to. I, we would rotate every Saturday. I would do one Saturday. He would do one Saturday. And that's how I was able to meet you, fashion, crooked fashion, E Rock scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I mean. So that was big to me. To me, without that, I don't think I'd be in my point in my career because. I learned the etiquette. I learned everything of how to be an opening DJ. What you do. What you shouldn't do. Stick around. You don't just you know. You I'm finish DJ, me, you yeah. bounce like nah, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. you need, yo, you need a drink, bro. Hey, bro, you gotta piss. I got you, you know what I mean? Like I just learned that culture, you know what I mean? So that molded me to be the DJ. I feel like that I am today. But you, Glad you said that, bro. You're, you're a rare, like yeah. you're a rare breed. I feel like your generation is the last generation that's gonna be openers yeah. like that because openers now are not gonna be like we that, talk about it all know? the time. Like they don't really hang out. Mm, yeah, stick around and just politic. Yeah, well, even, with even, you, you know what I mean. But even if they knew, so like yeah. when Dynamics was opening for me and and Never, even at that point, there was no, uh, there wasn't an air of entitlement on him mm-hmm. where he he had this energy like I should be headlining. Right. Does yeah. that make sense? Exactly. Yeah. 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 But it's like I'll go to different venues and I feel the motherfucker energy. Oh like, my gosh. I should be headlining. <laughs> you know what's crazy? You know you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, right? of course. My very first experience with Crooked, I remember you had a late fl- you had a delayed flight. Oh yeah. And McShane was like I was gonna talk about this story. Yeah, yeah. So I'll let you I'll let you pick no, up. No, you do it. You so, do okay, it. So okay, um, so I talked too much already. I was I was uh <laughs> I was opening at Stingery for Crooked. It was the very first time I hadn't met Crooked yet. And McShane's are like, yo, bro, you might have to keep long. You might have to keep going longer because Crooked, his flight got delayed. And I think you landed at like twelve fifteen. You were in the club by like twelve thirty. You know what I mean? And then I remember you came up, and then you were just, I don't know, somebody must have told you like the way I was playing, because right off the bat you were like, yo, bro, respect. Thank you for not playing the hits and not burning me. And you still held it down. And then I remember when you told me that, I was like, oh shit, you don't have to play the fucking hits to get to keep to have the crowd rocking. You know what I mean? And then you 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 jumped on and you murdered it, you know, a uh, 45 minute, one hour set you did and did your thing. And then at the end of the night, you were just like, yo, bro, I'm glad you're going to be here. Because McShane was like, yo, this is going to be the guy's going to be here every other Saturday. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. And you were just like, yo, respect, bro. And then to me, it was like, damn, like I'm an up and coming guy in the game. And OG's like giving me that cosign off the bat. You know what I mean? It was it was pretty epic. I was. Uh, yeah. So I had a flight and they fucked up my flight or whatever. So I had to fly to L.A. And then they had to drive. I had to drive from L.A. Oh, no, shit, man. 
So it was like What was it, spirit? I was <laughs> <laughs> I was I was in Canada. Uh-huh. So I, I was flying uh-huh. in from Canada. Vancouver? Ah uh, shit, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, so, somewhere in Van, it was yeah, somewhere in Canada. And the, the aging as scam artist fucked up. Yeah. So I was like, I had to go to LA and then from LA Drive. Two and a half Suja hours. made her drive me straight to the venue. Oh, and I shit, got there man. late. I got there like one. Yeah, it was yeah, it was so it was pretty late. It's, it's hard to DJ in that big ass room at Stingery. Yeah. Which is like maybe twelve hundred people yeah. or more. And he I think you were like, yo, man, I I think you were just like, I play I think you're like I play all I do is win or something. I forgot what you did. You just like, man, I'm sorry. I had were, to do I had to do I like walked in and I'm like, fuck, like I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? And the room's like good energy and then I could tell he was like kind of stressing a little bit. Cause it was getting to that point, yeah, like, yo, yeah, I gotta yeah. play some of these hits. It's one in the morning. No, I know. Yeah. So it's just, it was like, I walked in, and I even think I told you, I'm like, yo, just hit him if you want to. I think I said something like, if you want to hit him, you can hit him. You just yeah. start hitting him, cause I was like setting up and shit. Yeah. But um, yeah, he was like, he was like really apologetic, like, yo, man, I'm sorry, man. I had to play like all I do is like I had to play one. Yeah. I had to give him something. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, nah, man. Like, nah. I was like so grateful. And then, you know, I just got on and it was just like, and it was whatever. But I never forgot that shit. Yeah, same. I think about that all the time. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Aww. And then, and Yo, then. But I, I think about it a lot too because I, will, I don't think I will ever meet a person or an opener or another DJ that would do that ever. And you, you know, know, and you know what's crazy too? I remember I would hear um, there would be other DJs that would open specifically uh, on Saturdays that would rotate yeah. when I wasn't there. And then I remember one guy told me, he's like, bro, Crooked got on at like 1030. Yeah. Like, and, and then I was like, maybe you were fucking up. And then like another guy told me you did it again. And I was just, and then I started realizing like, this motherfucker likes to jump on early and kind of open for himself. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. the set was 9 to, 10, 9 to 1130 opener and then headliner 1130 to 2. Yeah, yeah. And then like you were the only guy that came in. And I remember I asked McShane, but you never did it to me. You know what I mean? I asked McShane like. Yo, like does like does he always get on early when they're not like when they're fucking up or what? He's like, nah, he just likes to get on early. You know what I mean? And, just, and I always thought like, man, he never got on early with me. I'm like, I'm maybe it was that first time that you were just like, all right, this guy can hold it down. You know what I mean? But I always thought it was. I think it's that Vegas mentality. Like you just DJ for two hours in San Diego. It's just like it's not enough because you guys used to be doing the four six hour sets. Yeah, yeah. So I will break this down because <laughs> there's a there's a there's a reason there's a reason why I did this shit. <laughs> But uh, so like when I first started doing Cali gigs, because I was not, I did not understand at first when I came to Cali and it would be like lights up at 1.45 a.m. Yeah. And it was way stricter back in the day where like not like a person couldn't have a, a cup of a alcohol. Cup. Like yeah, literally like one, like, right? yeah, yeah. Like yeah. after 145, a person literally could not be holding yeah. a cup of alcohol yeah. and it was fucking strict. Yeah. yeah, It was like really fucking strict. Yeah. So like when I would, they would want me to get on at like twelve, and then like, I would de- like yeah like twelve, and then I'd have me DJ from twelve to like one thirty, like an hour and a half. Yeah. So I'm over here from New York, and from Vegas, where I literally DJ ten thirty to five a.m. So it was it took me months to condition myself. Yeah. On how that to makes sense. How to push all of these this music together and just <laughs> give them. Just you know hit, hit him right off the bat. You gotta yeah. hit him. Because I will say, like, when I see um a lot of Cali DJs, they fucking have a power set that's 45 minutes, 
but then they fizzle out. Mm-hmm. And they're literally just playing filler shit after 45 minutes. Yeah. Whereas New York, we want to like we just want to keep hitting you and keep the energy going, but with like shit that like that that aren't bangers. <laughs> like we don't want to play no bangers. Yeah. And then maybe like the last then we like hit them with the towards bangers. the end yeah, of the night. The like cuz in New York, prime time would be like 2 a.m., 1:30, 1:30, yeah. 1:30. Yeah. So like if you exactly, can hold man. it down from from at a club start at 10:30 and then like 1.30 hit him with the... Yeah, but when you when the club starts getting packed at 12 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then you got him open and you haven't played one hit, like one mega hit till 1.30, 1.45. You know, then you're like, oh night. shit, I'm going to close the bitch at 5 a.m. Yeah. Because I'm going to play the bangers. Yeah. And it'll be 3 a.m. And then I could, you know, do whatever I want after that. So in other words, you're saying us Cali DJs, we like to blow our load quick. But I think you have to you have <laughs> to have blow to your blow load. Our load quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have no... Tra- we have no Choice. We close at two in the morning. In LA, yeah. LA's different from San Diego in a way where like, LA people don't show up till like midnight, mm-hmm. knowing that they only got an hour. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? that's what I'm saying. So like uh, uh, a Cali DJ would have to really just focus in at one a.m. and just yeah. kill it from one to four, one forty-five. Mm-hmm. So when I would get there early, I was like, let me try to condition myself and try to like, yeah, that makes sense, and put more time into it. But if there was a DJ, like I would. It's weird because if I if I knew you were DJing or if there were some other dudes that were opening, I think like Chaos used to open as well. Yeah. I would sit there and listen sometimes. Yeah. Or if I felt I was rusty or I was like, yo, let me like let me let me feel the room out, uh, then I would I would get I would hop on. Yeah. Because I, I don't I'm not one of these DJs. I don't have like a planned set. You know what I'm saying? Like I kinda gotta feel the crowd out yeah. and see and see where I go. So if you like, obviously I do some of the same mixes. Of course, we all do. Yeah, but it's like I don't do it at the same time all the time. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm trying to. And if, if you hear me doing the same mixes, it usually means I'm a little lost. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I really want to just kind of fuck around and, and feel the crowd out. Um, hundred percent. But yeah, like, it, and if I would hop on early, I would do that to just feel it I, out. I, I, I kind of figured after some time, like, yo, he likes, you know, get yeah. warm it up. You know what I mean? Get 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 the vibe right and all that. Because, and now nowadays, it's like, close, some of these clubs are closing at one thirty. Last call, lights on one thirty, which is crazy. Like, I was just doing the after party for the Bad Bunny concert on Friday in San Jose, and one thirty, music off. Which is yeah. nuts. Because like, in, in the Bay, they have to have the people out of the building by, by two. two. By two, yeah. Like, it's like, you can get fined. <clears throat> so it's like one fifteen last call, one thirty. it's a wrap. It seemed like it's been more, sh- it, less strict now, though, but it was like way more strict back in the fucking of day. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, lights were fucking up. Security was taking yeah, drinks I remember out those of day, I remember those days remember? where like, yeah, but like, yo, you could not have a drink in your hand. Like, you know what I mean? Like I don't know when that, st- when that started dying, though. <sighs> little by little, man. I got a question for you. Because I tell this to people all the time. And people kind of agree with me or they don't agree with me. I think San Diego is like the Miami of Cali. 100%. I agree. So I tell to, people that all the time. So to me, I don't think there's any other city that parties or is as much fun to DJ in than San Diego and California. Yeah. It's, it's a and you, you're like, you could, from LA. I'm sure SF motherfuckers are going to talk shit. Oakland's going to talk shit. LA... They they're gonna talk shit, but they shouldn't talk shit. Because they You know what I'm saying? I mean, put but, it this but way. you I, could tell me if I'm wrong or if I'm out of line. But I think San Diego, out of all of California, has the best crowd and the best energy. Because I agree, a and, thousand percent. and they fuck more with. I could play more Latin there. More diverse. I could play hip hop. I could play house. There's a big house EDM scene mm-hmm. there, and I can mix it all up. As a DJ, as a DJ, 
San Diego 100% is more fun. I right. enjoy it more because it's the open format. And also, too, the people. The yeah. people ain't on the bougie shit, not to say in the yes. cities they are. They don't have that L.A. They're there, they're, they're there to dance. <laughs> they have a good like, time. Yeah. You can yeah. say it they, they, have, they have a table. They show up at a certain... They're not showing up at 115 for a table. Love. That's what I was saying. Like, the saying? tables out there are showing up at 1030, 11. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, the whole night. so like, and also, too, like San Diego, like, um, like the, not just the people, but like the locals. The locals go out on the weekends, too. And obviously, the tourists and all that. I feel like L.A., like weekends is like the locals are out during the week you know what I mean yeah, so, yeah. and I just think overall like the energy the people you know what I mean it's just more like LA's like everyone trying to be seen yeah everybody, everybody, cool. everybody's a star everybody's an athlete everybody's a but model it's like everyone's everyone has a, an agenda like, yeah. everyone's trying to like talk to that motherfucker and build with that motherfucker or yeah. like, I, I want to be yeah. seen with him I said yeah. this before yeah, yeah. and I'll say it again everybody in LA wants to be the superstar it's just it's 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 ugly. They'll step on their own friends just to get. Should we to do this? Yeah. Should we rank the cities in Cali that are the the top <laughs> five party top five. party cities? Party cities, yeah. Party Let's cities. I say I'm I'm gonna give San Diego number one. I can. I, I, I give I'm, San Diego. That's number definitely okay one that. of my favorite cities. The DJ. Yeah, I'm yeah. Okay with I, San Diego. I, I, I actually I probably have more fun DJing in San Diego mm-hmm. than Vegas. For me, that's fair. In, cer- in certain 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 rooms, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Definitely. I could play a little bit more Latin. Yeah, I could. I, I mean, could and you're thinking, hey, but you're also thinking about the Stingery days. You know what I mean? Stingery the, those was the best. Stingery days wow. was epic, bro. Yeah. Best club. I miss Stingery. The history man. of. I was also, I was almost a little sad when they went to Omnia when they, yeah. when they went from. Well, now it's Nova. Yeah. Now it's Nova. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is that open already? Yeah, they opened like two weeks ago. Wow. All the how they doing? They doing good? Yeah, it's just like Insomniac. They're just you know they're doing all full EDM. You know, crazy. Yo, so let's rank. Can we do this? <laughs> San Diego one. Let's piss some people off. San Diego number one. Yeah. What's number two? What's 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 another another city? I think it stops there. <laughs> That's like, rough. Wait, I, you, like know, you know what? I mean, honestly, you know where I haven't DJed a lot in it though is what? Orange County. Is that? Orange yeah. Co- I think Orange County could be number two. I don't know. That's a stretch. Nah, man. Nah? There's some dope spots in Orange County. What about the Yelp Lounge? And stuff? I don't know about that. I've never been to Orange. What about County? Sacramento? Sacramento's, Sacramento's cool. pretty cool, actually. Sacramento. More quiet, more quiet. So would you give SF or Oakland or like? SF number two? Nah, you wouldn't, right? Nah, I would put San Jose up there over Oakland or San Francisco. San Jose. I've had some good nights in San Jose. But San Jose, San Jose, is, San Jose is popping. I mean, yeah, a lot of Mexicanos, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, no, but it used to be really hood. What was really? the spot we used to do back in like the Wet? early? Yes. How about, we go, how, about, how about we go from a, from a top five in Cali to a top three? Because it doesn't seem like there's yeah. that many. Yo, Wet used to be crazy, bro. No, but it was it was hood. crazy, and I mean when I mean hood, I mean like they didn't allow me to play hyphy. Yeah, I remember one night I played. It's such a weird time back yeah. then. I remember played that? when it, it was the uh, Raiders and the 49ers had a preseason game. Yeah. in like late August, and it was man, it was so hood. But it was Yo. at least two thousand people. I mean, if we're talking about now, San Francisco's definitely not on the list. But if we're talking about five years ago, yeah. San Francisco would probably yeah. be one or two. You know, you think really? about that. I, I feel like there's a resurgence in San Francisco right now. Well, with the transplants. No, Bro, I, I haven't DJed in look, San Francisco in years, man. San Francisco went through a fucking horrific phase when the tech companies came in yeah. and fucking shut everything down. Bought all the buildings. Bought all the buildings. They literally sucked the soul out of that yeah, fucking like, city. And but Fusion na- Lounge closed. All the like, yeah, and Fusion yeah. closed, and all of these, all these. There was like these dope house venues. I forgot that that uh, rest in peace to Solomon, right? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Remember, I remember he used to DJ Solomon. in them joints and. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, but I feel like there's now a new resurgence in San Francisco. Yeah. So I would give them a two or three. Okay. I would give them a two or three and a five. LA would be like five. I think LA would be six or seven. <laughs> so you're going to go 
San Diego. That's LA. It would be San Diego. What about Santa Barbara? I've I've never DJ Santa. No, Barbara. you know what? Never you know what spot in Cali is popping that I have a good time always Riverside. Riverside. Well, that's that's OC. That's that's, that's Orange IE, County. IE, that's IE, IE, yeah. So let's give OC maybe number two. Yeah. OC Riverside number two. I would give Sacramento a three. Because every time I'm in Sacramento, they fucking party. They party. Wait, OC and, OC and IE are two different words. Yeah, they're two different words. We got to reckon. Oh, for real? Acknowledge that. Yeah. I think it's the IE. That, it's yeah. not that far, D. But, but I mean, it's like, as far this is going like, to piss off a lot of motherfuckers. A lot of motherfuckers in my DMs, damn. I feel like All I my eat, LA homies, yo, dynamic, damn. I eat people not going to, to, to OC. They're not. You know what I'm saying? It's I think we're being too hard on LA. Because I'm, I'm thinking about only the bodice, bottle service <laughs> parties. Yeah. But the LA's, LA's, parties. LA's But like too. the good music parties are actually popping. Yeah. You mean, like, but we're also looking at it as a DJ standpoint. You know what I mean? Think about where it from a customer. Fun. Yeah, where, where we like to DJ, where we like to fucking be with the crowd. You know what I mean? LA but, is too bougie for me, bro. And I'm from there. Yeah, but I'm, I'm seeing like I, I retract some of my, what I'm saying about LA because they were. I'm not thinking about like the good music parties out there. Yeah, you know, I'm but sure. I'm thinking about like the bottle service and shit. Yeah, I mean, honestly, in LA, I haven't been. I haven't been uh, going out there much. And then <laughs> up in the Bay is just when I do the 49er games in Santa Clara. That's it. That's you right. Know what I mean, like, you can't talk shit on the Bay. You're out. There. Oh, that's my second home. <laughs> How many DJs are there for San Francisco 49ers? There's like six of us. Damn. It's uh, well, you, how did you get it's a bunch of y'all. Yeah, I was, we, were, we were wondering how you got plugged with that being from so. San Diego. I was literally I was literally having dinner at Limon in San Francisco. It was me, Miles Medina, DJ Amen, my boy Will, and I think someone I don't remember who else. Yeah, name drop a little. And uh, <laughs> we he were, just we named were, the, he just named the big names. <laughs> yeah, we were having dinner because I remember you I'll drop something, bro. Did I? Yeah, the names. Oh shit! Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were having dinner at Limon, and uh, Miles, Miles Medina was like, "Yo, bro, like you should be one of our DJs because they already had one season of DJs, right?" Yeah. And Miles was like, bro, you should be like one of our DJs. Like, you should be. And then I was just like, bro, I'm not even from the Bay. Like, E Rock ain't gonna pay me no mind. And Amen's all like, bro, you'd be perfect because you're a diehard Niner fan. Like, and I was like, I'm down. Like, but I didn't think anything of it. Weekend went by, maybe another week went by, and then E Rock randomly calls me, yo, I got something for you. I'm like, are you interested in possibly DJing for the Niners? I was like, hell yeah. First crime. I'm like, pretty, almost, <laughs> damn near. And then he's like, all right, well, look, man, we're going to have to do a you know, background check, boom, boom, boom. Cleared all that, and then that's pretty much how I got on. I got on, and this was my sixth season that I did. And I was the first DJ that they had, like, non-Bay Area DJ. Mm -hmm. And then uh, and then from there, um, they like they started getting, like, I think uh, uh, they, we have somebody, like Amy Robbins, I guess, lives in Chicago now, like, you know, everyone else moved out of the Bay, like Tony Tone's in San Diego. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Tony Tone. Yeah, shout out to Tony Tone. Good dude. Love that guy. Eamon's in LA too, you know what I mean? So overall right now, the Amp Squad DJs is E-Rock, The Less, uh, Eamon, myself, Amy Robbins. Um, I think Romeo. Is it Romeo? Romeo Reyes. Romeo is. Tony yeah. Tone. Romeo Reyes, Tony Tone. And then we have some fillers like Midnight. Why do you, why do you need Mario so, E. Why is this so It's many? because, uh, well, now it's different. This season, after COVID, it, it switched up. But before COVID, it was three DJs a game. There'd be like the 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 DJ out in the tailgate area, which was called the mm. Faithful Mile. Then they'd have the pregame DJ on the field when the players are warming up. And then they'd have the in-game DJ okay. playing between quarters. And all. So it'd be three DJs what, did, do every game. Do you all rotate? Or you just nah, we just, you would have one shift, boom, and that was your shift for the game. 
Okay. You know what I mean? But, but would you move positions? Yeah, yeah. Like, like we'd, we'd get, like, there's seven, eight home games. We would get, like, four games each, three games. So who's games handling each. where you guys are? Is it E-Rock? Um, less, less. Less? Yeah, less. Uh, uh, less is the one that handles all the scheduling and all that, and E-Rock oversees it. You know what I mean? E-Rock's really busy, so he don't have time to be doing all that. Um, but, yeah, like, uh, I'd get three, four. In the beginning, I was doing all Faithful Mile, like, kind of like the tailgate. The tailgate, the not so fun gig, you know what I mean? Why? Because uh, it's outside. I was a new guy. I mean, yeah, I mean, because uh, it's outside, you gotta get there earlier. Like people are just there walking by, nobody's there really. You know, what I mean? everybody wants to be on the field on the jumbotron. You know what I mean? Okay. And then after a while, I started. Because getting... like, when you're outside with the tailgaters, that's like you're in like slop savage land, right? Yeah. <laughs> like there's fucking animals there. Exactly. Jesus exactly. Christ. So, yeah, but we were rotating. Am like... I wrong though? <laughs> you're not. That's where the animals are, right? Yeah, but 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 at the at Levi the, Stadium. They don't allow uh, Levi's same street, bro. They don't let you tailgate like party and tailgate. You have to. There's like a separate lot, like a half a mile down the stadium, where you can okay. party and tailgate. So in the actual stadium, you can't tailgate in the parking lot. Yeah, I just picture like motherfuckers with like turkey legs eating that shit yeah, on the, like outside, sure. painted faces, <laughs> like yeah, st so. staring at staring at you and shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Thinking so, about Raider fans. Bro. Yeah, you're thinking about Raider fans too. That that that. Uh, going back to what you were saying earlier, like when you were saying that you started seeing me on like big crowds like that would probably was my introduction to the bigger crowds doing when like you were doing the, the 60,000 uh, you know what I mean like I'm a halftime they I'm, I'm doing the halftime set and it's like 60,000 fans that was that was the shit that was like nerve-wracking to me in the beginning because I was like what the fuck 60,000 people what were you playing um pretty much all bay area shit you know what i mean they like now they now you know they love the trap like the hip-hop trap stuff 42 doug money bag yo and all that like the players love all that but in the beginning we were just playing bay area stuff blow the whistle get high oh, e40 too e40 too short and then Mac turn down for what yeah you know what i mean Stay. this is how we do it Stay be faithful like Stadium anthems, exactly. Stadium it more anthem. important because you like, also. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you also have to play for. There's kids there. You know what I mean. There's yeah. so all clean kids. music. All clean, super clean. Yeah. I was going to ask: Is it more important for you to play for the fans or for the players, or kind of like a little yeah, combination both, of both? Right? That's both. It's both because uh, it depends. Like if you're doing pregame, you're playing for the players for sure. Yeah, uh, not, and then in the yeah. in game, you're playing for the fans. I noticed when we were at a Raiders game, Nev, right uh -huh. when they were like the pregame. We were hearing all like Maybach. We were hearing all like the Dirk shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, the Nardo Wick. Bro, shit. that's how that's how it is right now. I just did um the last game I did the pregame like um I played all like literally I think the highest BPM I played was like seventy two. Yeah. I played all sixty two to seventy two BPM like the trap trap trap. And even it's even though it's clean, it's not clean. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't know how we got away with it, but little by little every year they've just been like do whatever the players want, whatever the players want. Whatever the players want, you know. Wait, so how does that? So how's the pay over there? We can we can bleep this out. Yeah. To me, I never looked at it as a as money. Wow. You know what I mean? It's just it was a good opportunity, and that led to other opportunities. You know what I mean? It's an experience, man. Yeah. I feel, I feel like yeah, like uh, especially for your own team, like that's yeah. Like last team? night, bro, I, I stayed at Cosmo last night. I ran into Debo Samuel, like star, our star wide receiver, like one of the best receivers in the league. I ran into him and I was like, "Yo, what's good, bro?" I'm like, I, I'm, a, "I'm squad DJ." He's like, "Oh, bro, like show me love." And I was just, I told him I was with Nick Cray last night, one of our coaches. I was with Nick with Nick Cray in San Jose, and he's like, "What are you doing here?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm in town doing the Bad Bunny concert." He's like, "Who's that?" Straight up, like that, like that. He's like, I'm like, Bad Bunny. He's like, Who's that? And I'm like, That's I, I literally said, That's like the Latino Drake. And he yeah. was like, Oh, okay, cool. Nothing of it, right? I posted a, like a picture of me and him on, on my story. And then he DMs me, Yo, how much are tickets for Bad Bunny? I think I'm going to come through with my girl. And I just told him, Shoot me a text. 
let me see what I could do. Didn't think he was going to text me. 30 minutes later, Debo. That so You got him in? I ended up getting him in, yeah. And uh, long story short, the way what I'm trying to say is that to me, the 49er stuff, it was never like a check. It was never to pay my bills. Like, I would have never got that relationship with Debo if it wasn't like on some like, yo, bro, I've been your DJ for six years. You know what right, I mean? Right, like, right, yeah. mm-hmm. these athletes don't just be hanging, handing their numbers out like that. You know what I mean? So, especially an all star receiver like that's, Debo. Sanders, that's a top, one of the top players in the whole NFL. You well, know what like I mean? Like, three at least. Crazy, bro. Crazy. So, so that's what I try to tell a lot of these DJs nowadays. A lot of DJs hit me up for advice. Some of them that are delusional, some of them that are you know, have their head straight. And everybody's always talking to me about money and rates. And I'm like, fam, it's not about money and rates, bro. It's about relationships. It's about opportunities. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be honest with you, the Bad Bunny shit I did last night, I got You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not about the money ever. I think I'm to a point where now, like, I'm financially stable where I could just be like, I'll do that gig. I don't care what it is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But only if it's on some big stage shit like that. It's 49ers, Bad Bunny. Like, I ain't going to yeah. go and be doing fucking some club in L.A. for the look. Fuck the look. The look don't pay my bills no more. Like, I've denied a bunch of gigs in Vegas, Miami, New York. If I don't get my rate, I don't get my rate. But it's right. like, why are you charging that rate? Look at the resume. Boom, Bad Bunny, 49ers. Right. All the biggest festivals in the Latin festivals yeah. in the world, DJ for big artists, boom, boom, boom. Like, that's why I'm charging that. You don't want to pay it, I'm good. You know no, what no, I mean? No. Like, I'll, I'm, down to, I'm down to do shit. I'm not going to say the word free, but I'm down to, like, work with people's budget if it's something major, you know what I mean? That you like, want to do, right? Yeah. Bad Bunny, 49ers, you know what I mean? Like, it's you'd be stupid to say no to... A open bad bunny, a bad bunny concert to tell you right. it's free. Yeah, you're, you're, there's no pay, bro. Like, and you know also, what I'm saying? Like you're the only opener for him because he's doing a solo fucking tour, bro. And I'm literally opening him, like I'm opening for him. Pause on the mic, like pause. Um, <laughs> pause. Literally, like one minute, like I got done. One minute later, he got on. Like it's not like they have me on a low, like you know, sound system. Like they have me on the background playing background music. That they're not giving me a mic, like nah, bro. I'm in there. Literally, the crowd is bumping. The it's loud. They giving me the mic, and literally, like right before I'm the direct opener, like two minutes later after I got done, he got on. You know what I mean? So it's it's not like I'm doing this. Like it makes sense. No, it does. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's not only that. It's like when I see uh, when I see like the videos of you rocking like these big ass like arenas and shit. You look so comfortable. Yeah, so, honestly. And then you're rocking it, and you're <clears throat> commanding the crowd. You're walking, you know, in front of the DJ booth. You're talking to the crowd. You're like commanding them, you know, and it's really like impressive. So it's like when I see when I see that shit, I'm like, he could do a club real easy. Yeah, because yeah. it's sure. like you know what I'm saying. Like a yeah. club is like a fraction of what. what exactly. You have to do yeah, that's that why I'm like I'm I'm I honestly I feel confident like I could be put in any scenario like whether it's a a, a nightclub, a stadium, a concert. DJ for an artist like I feel like I've done a little bit of everything in the last 12 13 years yeah um and I've improved like I've been like in the beginning when I first started I would never use the mic and like listening to guys like you E-Rock Franzen um on the mic just kind of like help Scooter another one um oh, shout out the big homie from San Diego yeah, um yeah. like that to me was like the San Diego I, Scooter the San Diego yeah. Scooter get it right um and he uh you know I learned a lot from just hearing the mic because that's one thing I always told myself I, got, I like Mike I gotta improve and then throughout the years I felt like I kind of like uh got better at it and then just uh, recently yeah, you're, you're really good and just recently I just started doing the Spanish shit in in, in on the mic because you know I'm doing all these Latin clubs and all that yeah yeah so that kind of took me some time too but like now like I'm I've, I'm like really comfortable doing the bilingual stuff English Spanish 
you know what I mean? Doing the Puerto Rican accent, doing the Colombian accent, doing oh, you the switch it up, switch it up. I just Ooh, been doing man. the paisa Mexican accent. You know what I mean? Just what, do, what do they call the gang? <laughs> what do they call the gang bangers that like switch sets? Oh um, man, hood hopper, <laughs> hood hopper. You're a hood hopper. <laughs> yeah, I'm a hood hopper. Exactly. Hopper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, wait. But, so wait. Let me hear. Can you do like what? What would you do? Let me hear like because Colombian. Me, just go Colombian. Well, what what's the worst accent? Got to be Puerto Rican. Right? Nah, uh, Dominican. Dominican's Dominican worse than Puerto Rican. Talk fast. Fast, fast, fast. I mean, they're similar. Let me hear you say something. Say something. And then let me hear uh, the different. Colombiano. Compare. Colombiano. A ver. Uh, um, que chimba. Ay. Vamos por una paisa. Una bandeja paisa. Que chimba. Estamos en Medellín. Yeah. Very pro- correct and proper. Yeah. Right? From Spain. And then. Uh, but it also has like a. Puerto Rican. Yeah. Acho. Mamame el bicho, cabrón. No. Mamame el bicho, cabrón. Acho. Okay. Dímelo. More quick. You know, more like street. Mm. And then Dominicans like, and then Mexican, ¿qué onda cabrón? ¿Cómo estás, güey? Vamos por una michelada de la verga. Yo, never so Never do you hear the differences or no? I can tell the difference, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he grew up in uptown. So yeah. He's been yeah, And to be yeah. honest with you, but like, why does Colombians sound the sassiest? Because they're just proper, <laughs> like they're just. Yeah, it's know, a little sassy, though. Yeah, no? yeah, yeah. Not like just, a little, like. Uh, can like, you do Argentinian? Nah, that's that's the <laughs> four that I kind of I can kind of do. Hard, bro. Argentinian is like Italian accent, right? Yeah, I yeah. Feel, yeah. It's, it's, just being around all these the, the, the industry, like you know, the, you, 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 it grows in you. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. it just it just grows in you. The you funny know? thing, I still hear the Mexican accent underline the whole every single one he did. I can tell his voice. Like, yeah, it's just the Mexican. I can tell how he speaks. Dominican oh, yeah. is the the hardest thing, huh? Yeah, Dominican yeah okay. Because sure. when I when I speak my web, when I speak to Mexicans, they're like, yo, they like I can't understand what Puerto Ricans are saying. The, the Puerto Rican Spanish is the worst, though, isn't it? Puerto Rico, <laughs> I feel like the accent is so yeah. The slang and the accent is so yeah. Like crazy listen, with, listen to Anuel talk, and you can be like, what is he saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is, they repla- just, is they replace more street? Yeah, they replace yeah, R's with L's and shit, and just yeah. yeah. I, I almost want to say like. And you, and you you guys correct me because I don't know much. And you have Jamaican roots. Yeah. I feel like Puerto Ricans are almost basically like patois. <laughs> patois. That's, that's, like, that's fair. You know what I'm saying? Because even like if I go to Jamaica, I have to be around like some people to really understand right off the bat. I'm like confused. And then by like day two, I'm like, okay. Like, right, right, right. When a waitress is talking to me, I understand what she's saying. Or like if my uncle's saying something, like, you know what I mean? Patois is basically English. It's broken English. It's broken English. But right. it's just the placement of the words. But mm-hmm. is that is that kind of like Boricua Spanish a little yeah, bit? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Because yeah. They, they, they replace Still, words. B- Boricua Spanish yeah. is a lot of slang too. Yeah. Like, I guess slang. broken Spanish. It's like Patois. It's, it's, it's yeah. all slang. Yeah. And they're switching like words and verbs yeah. around and yeah. shit, right? Yeah. Like Yoda and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's interesting, man. Yeah. You know, I, I, I want to talk about something because you know, obviously, when you opened it for me at Stingery, right? We were doing like top forty rooms, mm-hmm. right? And then, you know, did you, did you know that there was going to be a pocket for you to be like a premier Latin DJ? I didn't, you know, because at some point you started going this other way, but it, but in the beginning you were conforming yourself to fit. Open, open format, yeah. You were like, oh, like, you know, all these dudes, scene, yeah. uh, scooter, yep. mm-hmm. crooked, yep. fashion, open format, stingery. Open format, yep. This is the this is the the pathway for me to go. And I'm, I and I really am impressed and I'm very I keep saying I'm proud of you. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm very proud that you created this pathway that no one was taking. Mm-hmm. I think you were one of the first, to be honest. I could be wrong. And you let me know. So, but when you but when you when you started that pathway, 
I was like, oh, this is smart. It's organic. It's authentic. And they and it's, it's, it's missing. I mean, like, when you look at the Latin DJ scene now, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everyone has... You know, Latin a, a Latin party, you know, in Cali. And, you know, it's like it's more it's everywhere in Texas, everywhere now. Yeah. But like when you were doing it, it was like, yo, this is smart. I definitely I, I still consider myself an open format DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to be honest with you, I'm an open format DJ. Um, but I really took the Latin lane because I realized that I don't want to say the word oversaturated, but I saw heavy hitters like you guys, like the scenes, the crooked, the nevas. You know what I mean? The E-Rocks, Franzens, you know, big Vegas DJs. And I always told myself, you know, Eric Deluxe, Five. I want, like, everybody's open. Every open format DJ's dream is, like, I want to headline in Vegas. I want to headline in Vegas. And it took me some time to realize, like, dude, I'm never, I'm not going to ever get those spots. You know what I mean? Because these guys ain't giving up these spots. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, people want to book DJs that they're comfortable with and they're not going to get a good job. You know, they're not going to just take a chance on the new guy. So being that I was always passionate with, reggaeton and latino music and i saw this bubble about to burst in 2017 i thought to myself like there is no big west coast latin dj like obviously there's dj luian there's dimelo flow there's the big like you know i guess the dj khaled's of the latin world producers yeah, yeah. DJs. there's no camilo on the west coast like exactly there's no anymore. bottle service exactly like so, high energy club so i was like you know what like there's no, like there's nobody really in the West Coast. Like, I'm going to just take this shit full throttle and just go with it and run with it. At what point did you realize there was a market for you to start your own party for Latin music? 2018. I was like... Because I, even then, I wouldn't have thought that an all-Latin night could... Well, it started... You know what I mean? It started with like... Um, it was at El Chingon on, uh, on Thursday nights, uh, 2018. I was like, let me start this reggaeton hip-hop party. And so it was like reggaeton and hip hop. Right. And then it started. Like, so that I, just came to you? Yeah. That just, it, I was like, you know what? Let because me, you let, just heard all the music I just, that was coming. I just, just kind of had this feeling like, bro, like Latin's about to explode. Really? Yeah. That's just, that was just a feeling I had. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, 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 like reggaeton's about to explode. Let me jump on this wave now. You know what I mean? And I started doing the parties. The And then from there, I was just like, man, like, there's no, like, there's no Khaled in the, in the reggaeton world. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty much what I started you know, telling myself. And I started making these relations with the Bad Bunnies, the J Balvins, and then I started booking artists at like Park in San Diego. I booked Jay Cortez there, you know, before he blew up. And I started making all these relationships. And by 2019, you know, I'm just like, man, like, this is what I, like, that's what, in 2019 was like, this is what I'm doing. I'm gonna brand myself as right. a, 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 a Latin reggaeton DJ. And that's pretty much the, what I'm labeled as now, which I'm totally okay with because I feel like I'm one of the, the top guys, you know, doing that right now overall as far as DJs, you know. That's impressive. Yeah. No, no, I, uh, yeah. I, I'm actually shocked because, like, 2017, when did, like, the Despacitos come out? 2018? 18. Yeah. Because yeah. that was, so, such, so, it was so. such a rare year mm-hmm. for one genre of music to fucking explode. Yeah, I think so, I think 2018 you know. was Despacito and Mi Gente. So, yeah. Mi Gente. when I heard those two songs, I was like, this shit's becoming commercial. That's when I was like, this shit's about to explode. 
But yeah, then, yeah but uh, then but you had but you had so much music. Cardi B, I like it, came out in that year too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, but then you also had like And then Beyonce jumped on the Beyonce remix. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Bieber that, jumped that on. That kind of blew it up. Bieber jumped on the uh, Despacito. Despacito. But no, but there was just so much more music though. Like yeah. it was just weird that it was all kind of blowing up all mm-hmm. at the same time that year. Did Debote come out that year or the next year? Debote was 18 also. 18 also. Yeah. yeah. No, but you had yeah, Ozuna popping the right. fuck off. You had all of these artists that just kind of just started just like blowing the fuck up. Mm. Yep. And in, in, in like a short span. Though, in, in 2018. Right? 18 was the year. So you saw it in 17. I saw it in 17 and I literally, I was talking. What, 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 I, I want to talk about what made you like, what were the, what were the songs? Where did, at what point were you like, yo, there's literally like eight songs and there's even more. So now I could create my own night. Was that how you were thinking? Well, you got to think about it too. It wasn't just about the newer songs; it's about the classics, also. Okay. You know, that what was I mean? that was coming back. That was yeah. I mean, I feel like they've never really gone away, like the gasolina, yeah, yeah, gasolina. The Teo Calderon, you know what I mean? But oh, like, yeah. I've never heard cumbia. Like, I didn't really understand. Like, I like Jamie taught me about cumbia yeah. probably in the last, probably during the pandemic, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, so st- well, a little bit before that, I started. Cause playing, yeah, cause yeah, with hip hop. Yeah, cause he was like the first, and probably Exile was playing cumbia with all the new reggaeton mm-hmm. uh, here yeah. in Vegas. But like I didn't really, you know, I'm from New York, so cumbia is a little like new to me. What I, what I, what I, um, the the stuff I was playing heavy cumbia wise was it was they would call it cumbia ton. It was like mumbaton, but like cumbia remixes. Right. Like that's the I used to DJ at this club Sevilla, and they were big on cumbias, and I was just like, I don't want to just play straight cumbias all night, so I started playing like mumbaton remixes to that. You know what I mean? Right, so right, right. and it just brought back it just. It was a combination of all that music about to explode. You got the Despacitos and Mi Gentes coming out, and it's just go- going global. You know what I mean? I was like, yo, I got to jump on this now because someone else will. You know what I mean? And that's when I was like starting doing my parties in 2018. I remember New Year's ended 2017 going into 18, and I was like, all right, what am I going to do different this year? Yeah. And that's when I, that's when I told myself, like, I'm going to push this Latin shit. Did you feel like San Diego started to become uh, a little more receptive to the sound, too? Because I remember you for said sure. that for a while they weren't accepting For sure. What do you, yeah. what do you, wait, I'm, I'm kind of curious. What, what city do you think embraced the reggaeton explosion first in Cali? It had to be San Diego. I can't, I can't call that one. It had to be San sure. Diego. L.A. didn't get to that point. Moved, L.A. was I, definitely I moved, later. I moved, I moved here 2017, and when I got here, Blue Martini was exploding with the Latin shit. And then 18, they even got even worse. They got crazier. I would go back home. There was nothing. Not till 2019, LA. Exactly. I agree. I started seeing all these LA parties in 2019. A thousand percent agree. Yeah. And I'm going to be really, really honest with you. There's a lot of Latin DJs and they no one ever repped Latin music in LA. Yeah. A, that I think I, I could be wrong. No, no, you're right. But then all of a sudden, everyone was like Uber. No, when, when and like the, everyone was embracing their Mexican roots all of yeah. a sudden. Yeah, Isn't that, it, wasn't no. it weird? Yeah, it's very on, weird. On Twitch, bro. On Twitch, when, when I started doing that shit, you're like, yo, now I'm seeing everybody do it. Yeah, because he, he went on Twitch and then he, he played like a Latin a Twitch set. And he played all of this Latin music, this cumbia. I was, I was playing Los Angeles Azules mixed with Selena. And then mixed to Nipsey Hustle and yeah. some yeah. other shit. And then even Audio One called him, right? Audio yeah. One called him and said, yo, what you did was really special. 
Hell yeah. Like, he's like, jump on it, expand on it. And then when he didn't do it because he's a lazy fuck, right? <laughs> 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 Audio, one Audio One did it. Audio One did it. Audio One did it. Shout out Audio One. That is better. Yeah, shout out to Audio One. I'm glad he did it. You and, wouldn't have been able to do it. And a whole other, like, a lot of people did it. But then all of these LA DJs who have been like, you know, this street hip hop, you know? All of a sudden, they were like uber me- Mexican, like yeah, but but you know? but like but, but, the, but reggaeton doesn't have anything to do with us Mexicans. We're just Latinos, and we claim Wait, I, like, I oh, say, I've been I, playing reggaeton. You know what I mean? I would like, say it opened up. Yeah, it opened, it opened up, up yeah. to like Mexican music and all this, and like cumbia and but all. But see, this. like with me. It like was, you were even it, playing it, Vicente it, Fernandez, right? Yeah, I was playing all that shit. For, like I would play between my hip hop sets. And I would do that venues and everything, and then uh, it got when I did the Twitch to everybody. But I think like, it's oh, a good. Shit. I think it's a good thing. But I'm also wondering, like all these Latin DJs in LA, they're like all they're embracing their Latin roots. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they've always embraced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe they felt they needed to constrict it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, especially for, some for of me. Them- for me, it was like a, like a more of a flawless transition because I've been passionate about reggaeton since I was in high school. You know what I mean? So. I can have those conversations about the Hector El Father, Tito El Bambino, mm. you know what I mean? Like, mm. you know, and most people think about reggaeton, they think, oh yeah, Daddy Yankee, Gasolina. Like, nah, bro, it's just shit There's that goes back way shit, before yeah. that, you know what I mean? Um, and I could even talk to new guys nowadays, you know what I mean? The the up, the the hot new guys right now that you, everybody sees or the guys that are not, like, popping. Like, like you were talking about your Uber driver in Colombia. Like, right now, Colombia, reggaeton-wise, is dominating, like, yeah, yeah, everything's out of Colombia. Like if it in Puerto Rico is Bad Bunny and Anuel Osuna, and then it's like Colombia is just dominating all the all this shit right now. You know what I mean? So for us Mexicans, it's always been the cumbias and the regional. Right now, regional music it's like corridos, banda. That shit's exploding. Yeah, yeah, exploding. They're just doing uh, they're doing a SoFi Grupo Firme at SoFi yeah, um, Memorial Weekend. They sold out like three shows yeah. back to back to three back stadiums, in like huh? one hour. That's insane. With that regional music. <laughs> and they're from Tijuana. They're from like San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, it's so crazy. The, the weirdest thing is this like, yo, there's oh, this Latin and- I was going to tell you okay, something. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. The reason why I think DJs, well, a lot of, you know, fucking American, Mexican-Americans, whatever. If you were labeled as a paisa or as a chunti, it was like like you were looked at as a whack person. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's the if if you like paisa music. So oh, they wanted to be like Americanized Mexican. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where we like, nah, we listen yep. to hip hop. We love future. We love like we uh, love, Drake. No, no, but even like yo, we play EDM. I'm not like these fucking these these, these paisa dudes. Yeah. What, what, what paisas is what? Like the country folk? What like what is what is a paisa? It's basically the Mexican that just likes Still like cultured a little yeah. bit, yeah. Like, like still, super cultured. What like, do you mean, like so? Like in in Asian culture, like if uh, if someone from Asia comes to America, we call them a fob, fresh off the boat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but it's <laughs> but it's like they're not Americanized. You know what I'm saying? Like they dress weird. Yeah, know? yeah. In you a know, sense, they're kind of dorky. They're like super Asian. Yeah, you like prices. If you if you bumping corridos, you look as like oh shit, you're a beaner. You're not yeah. like Americanized. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Was, you're not you're not cool enough to sit with the cool kids. Uh, so, so, but like I I'm in the car bumping. So you're, 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 deep, you're referring to like a fresita, like fresita is some some no, whole other yeah. shit. Yeah, but, Jamie's right because even my friends that I grew up with, like, yeah, yeah. a lot of them didn't speak Spanish. 
because their parents didn't want them to be labeled as that, so they want to be more Americanized. It's so, so it, was, like, it was very similar to yeah. like Asian culture. So yeah, they're like, yo, right? we won't only want you to speak English. So pretty much, yeah. a, a Mexican li- be living in the states speaking Spanish is like, bro, you're chunti, you're a paisa. We're yeah, in paisa. fucking, we're in fucking, we're in California. Why are you talking Spanish? Leave your rancho, like don't. Yeah, talk bro, like, we're not in, we're not in fucking Tijuana. You're speak not in English. The pueblo. That's that's what he's referring. La pueblo. To. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, but like. Like I'm sure uh, dynamic be playing Chalino Sanchez in the car. Same thing I would be doing. But you know, you won't catch a lot of Mexican Americans that were DJs playing that. I play that shit at Best Friend. I play that shit at Gatsby. I play that shit. So would you say in the last two three years it became okay socially acceptable for Mexicans to be to be like Mexican to To, embrace embrace still? Yeah, I'm about to say that. I would say this right now. It's cool to be Mexican, especially with this regional stuff, like the regional music, the group yeah, yeah, Beat yeah. MS, Banda MS. You got Snoop Dogg jumping on a song with Banda MS. Like he's at the concert. You know what I mean? Like like it, right now, everybody's embracing it, but which is good. Which is great. It's great, a hundred percent. But it's also like, I love it. I'm, but it's, I'm, I'm, but I'm Mexican, it's, born and raised. You know what I mean? But like, it's also like hopping on a bandwagon kind exactly, of shit. Right? It goes back to the opportunities. Like the right, same right, the right. same wave we're seeing right now with regional music. It's the same wave five six years ago with reggaeton and now everybody you're gonna start seeing all these regional parties and you're gonna start seeing all these regional concerts and these regional festivals everybody wants to go to the fucking to to the rodeo and have a fucking good time and get drunk in LA. i mean i'm yeah. not gonna lie like the best to me in my opinion and you guys can agree with me but i think the best party in las vegas is exiles altura party altura. yeah like whatever whatever on or off throws. the strip Exile's gonna clip this probably. Yeah. No, but <laughs> yes. shout Exile. out to Exile. Shout out to Exile. Hey, well, I'm, like, I'm gonna tell you something. Hands down, that is the best fucking crowd and the best fucking party so, in Las Vegas. Like, if I have an off day, I wanna. I'm not. I wanna go to uh, Exile's Altura party. And listen, and I'll say something. I'm not from Vegas, but I see it from the outside looking in, and I and Exile for sure is pushing the Latin culture. In Las Vegas, he's keeping down. downtown yeah. alive. Yeah, and, he has like and, and I met and I met many people in Vegas, promoters, whoever, through Exile on the Latin. Y'all are cool. Of course, that's my dog. That's okay, my okay. bro. I don't know. It's like all nah, these beefs. Nah, that's my you know, bro. Sometimes? Nah, nah, that's my dog. <laughs> that's my homie. We like to cl- we like to clown on each other. Like uh, when I first started coming out here, yeah, like, yeah. I'd open up and then he'd close and he'd be like, "You're my opener, bro. You're my opener." But then I got him booked at Baja Beach Fest and he opened for me and I was like, "You're you're my opener now." Nice. So we clown each other, yeah, but yeah. it's like, it's love. That's my boy, bro. Yeah. Like, and I respect. See, here's the thing. Exile's one of the rare breeds because he tells me, bro, when I like when I see when I post a video opening for Bad Bunny, he'll DM me, bro. That's fucking dope, bro. I love. Yeah, to yeah, see yeah. that how many djs are really doing that like they hate they low-key hate or they get mad they get angry they get you know they get i low-key hate and and and, 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 and <laughs> exile is one of the i was actually talking to him about this i'm like, like i two, should be there man <laughs> two, two weeks ago that should be me doing this shit <laughs> literally exile two weeks ago when i first did the bad bunny thing he sent me a voice i'm like bro that's fucking dope like honestly i see shit yeah, yeah. and like it, it, it makes me happy to see it and it motivates me he's like a lot of these djs or just people, in, I would say DJs, they, they get threatened. They get like, mm-hmm. they feel some type of way and it's like. Defensive and shit. Defensive and it's like, bro, like if you're busy and you're pop, he made a great point. He was like, if you're busy, you're popping and you're making moves, you're not going to be worried about another guy doing big true. shit. Yep, you're true. worried about what you're doing and it's true. That's why I tell all mm-hmm. these DJs on Twitter, like when the more you're on Twitter, the more it shows that you're not busy. Exactly. Like you able to talk about all this shit that's going on in the world. Like I like you're not doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. That's why when I yeah. tell when I tell DJs like, yo, stay off of Twitter, it's not just to like not be on Twitter and like they're like, Well, I make all these connections on Twitter. I'm like, Yeah, but imagine all the connections you make 
if you wasn't on Twitter. Right. Imagine all the work you would is be Twitter, doing if you wasn't really, on that shit. Is Twitter really like honestly, bro? I don't. I don't think I've tweeted in years. Yeah, I've never used because Twitter you're like, working, you building shit. <laughs> so like, it's like you know, you know running Camelo, bro. What the fuck? You don't need to do it. <laughs> and honestly, man, I'm the same as you. Is that the only reason why I actually was on Twitter is because like I, I, it's kind of like you hear what DJs are talking about. If I did not have the podcast. I probably wouldn't be that involved with with DJ Twitter. We get topics from that. Yeah. But you know, like oh, motherfuckers okay. talk about shit, and then like, all right, let's talk about this because these motherfuckers are whining about this now, or they're complaining about this and whatever. Man, you know, listen, us DJs, and I was one of these guys back in the day. Like, we just whine and complain, and we feel entitled. Like, I, why? I don't get it. I really don't understand. Like, bro, don't get me wrong. I would see you guys. There would be times where McShane would book some DJ, and I'd be like. Bro, like I should be DJing right now. I'm better than this guy. Right. I thought that back in 2011 and 10. I'm sure. I'm sure D Miles has. You know, D Miles is a great opener, great DJ in general. I'm sure you felt, damn, like I, I could be headlining. Like I know people yeah, feel he, that he, way. He, yeah. he actually said that, admitted to this like uh, yeah. last year or something. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Few, few right? So tell, oh, yeah. you feel that way, right? Because no, it's, like, it's like it's we're we're all competitive. Exactly. And we all have somewhat of an ego, especially when it comes to DJing, because we all think. You should think you're the best at your, what you're exactly. doing. You know what I'm saying? And if I feel that way and I'm honest, I'm like, yo, I feel like I deserve that slot. Exactly. But it, it come, it, there's more that comes with it. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but, but if you you could go one of two ways. You could go on it the the crybaby way and bitch and complain, or you could be like, you know what? I'm going to keep working hard. I'm going to eventually be fucking. Exactly. This guy's going to be open for me one day. You know what I mean? And I've always had the mentality of like, just keep going, keep grinding, keep grinding. Your time will come, your time will come, your time will come. Yeah, yeah. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because. Why sit there and cry and complain and tweet and hate and say, bro, that should be me. I'm a better DJ. Like yeah. Emile said, we all. I feel like I'm the greatest. I feel like I'm the I'm the biggest. Like the other day, um, a few people forwarded me some messages from San Diego DJ saying, if there was a documentary coming out, because of Kanye, you know, everybody's on the Kanye shit. If there was a documentary coming out in San Diego based on San Diego DJs, I would be the highlight. And people were sending me that shit to me, and I'm just like, Bro, that's little shit. Like, I don't care. I don't want to be the biggest in San Diego. I want to be the biggest in the world. You know what I mean? Hey, take it easy, though. Take Respect. it easy. <laughs> 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 Slow down, yeah. playboy. It's a little whoa, 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 world, whoa. world dominance. Whoa, 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 whoa. Take it easy. No, well, it's it fits because what's Bad Bunny's tours, man? El ultimo tour del mundo. Yeah, the last tour of the world. Bro, that's yeah. him, bro. Let, let him be on top of the easy. world. Take it easy. Take it easy. No. <laughs> you go, no. brother. You go far. Go far. <laughs> Don't try to restrain my Mexican brother here. No, no. It's good, man. I'm like, I'm very, very happy for what you've done and for mm -hmm. what you're building. And, and you was on it first and, and what you're doing. Yeah, yeah respect, I, I think bro. it's so funny that this Latin, this like kind of, this explosion of, of Latin culture and music and everything is exploding. It's like DJs are feeling comfortable being themselves like yeah. and playing like their roots and all of this shit. It's funny because this has just been happening the last two to three years for you, probably five years or so, but it's always been around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's always, it's so crazy, right? Because yeah. it's almost like what's happening to Latin music on a reggaeton level is what happened to hip hop in the nineties and maybe eighties. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Where it was I'm like saying. the street, Black culture, right? Yeah. Urban, quote unquote, urban, urban culture, culture. Mm -hmm. exploded and became a big market and it affected everything. Mm -hmm. it and now pop it's music. Yeah, now it's finally happening with reggaeton for yeah. the first time. Bless you. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's really not commercial. Yeah, it's commercial. I was, I was asking earlier, did you feel like you had to kind of 
like spoon feed it a little bit in San Diego. A hundred percent. That's why. That's why I was doing like the hip hop reggaeton parties together because I still have to do the hip hop stuff, some little bit of the up tempo and stuff. And then I noticed that people were like, "Why are you playing hip hop? We hear hip hop all the weekend. Just go reggaeton." And then I just started boom, reggaeton, dembo. Did you have a name for that party or just? Yeah. So it used to be called Ritmo Thursdays, like Rhythm Thursdays. Ritmo. Now it's called La Presión. I named it after my favorite artist, Jay I was, Cortez. I was very jealous. I wanted to go to those parties, <laughs> <laughs> but well, I never went. No, no, because I, I, I like that shit. <laughs> He does like the lion shit. You'd no, 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 because when you were first doing it, I was like, oh, man, that sounds like fun. Listen, the, the, I've been very lucky because San Diego, and I feel like just markets, they have their, you know, the things that work, the the, the clubs, the, the formats and all that. And I took a risk. I'm like, nobody's doing a reggaeton party. Nobody's doing a lion party. I did it, What's and it was gonna- refreshing. It was refreshing, and people were like, they loved it. People, it was organic. It was organic. Bro, I'd have Chaldeans. I'd have blacks. I'd have whites. People... Popping bottles and they don't know what the fuck is being said on the music. Yeah, yeah. But they just love the vibe. There's more women at, arguably, there's more women at Latin parties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Better yeah, looking women. Um, and these, you know, it was just people like, you know what I mean? They don't know what is being said and they're just like, this is different. It's a new vibe. It's refreshing. And that's how it was, it's been successful. You know what I mean? So that that was a mentality I took as a DJ. Like, if I take this route as a, so-and-so called a Latin DJ, the face of the West Coast Latin DJs, it's going to be refreshing and it's going to be new and it's not being done yet. And that was my mentality. And that's pretty much what I've been doing the last four years, five years. Mm. It's, yo, man. I love this guy, bro. So I dope. Love it, I know, He's really the <laughs> king of the West. Like, that's what it says. In Spanish. In Spanish. El Rey del West. I, I, I didn't want to say it in English because I'd be throwing shots. Of, I said in Spanish, El Rey del West Coast. Like, I feel like I'm the biggest Latin DJ in the West Coast. To be so honest. I have a question: With all the Latin DJs in Cali, right? Do they embrace your position? Or, a lot or, of them or, embrace. A or, lot of them embrace. Or do, or do a lot of them say you're Fuck feeling yourself? Yeah. You haven't done. Zero all- have told me that to my face. To your face. To your face. Some, <laughs> back behind your back. But you know they say but, that shit though. Listen, listen. There's some haters out there. No, because you know, love- there's a lot of young Latin DJs that are coming up. Of course. But I don't think, you know, and their style is is obviously embrace. Like, can you imagine 10 years ago mm-hmm. if there was someone like you in San Diego and you were, you, you didn't have to follow this yeah. kind of top 40 open format yeah. hip hop EDM route. Do you know? Which is which is like kind of like you know like yeah you would have been a completely different DJ of course back then. I probably would have, yeah exactly. so so like these kids that are here seeing what you and Exile are building you yep. know they they're seeing this new era of DJing and so you're breeding more Latin DJs who can embrace their culture and then bring it bring you know and they actually know the music more and better because they grew yeah. up listening to that shit exactly. and and not so. only that they're like digging more yeah mm-hmm. you know they they're digging even deeper yeah to find shit you know yeah I mean. So I, no one's contested. Nobody's contested, and I'm all about facts. And if somebody wants to contest and say, "Oh, bro, like while you're feeling yourself," I'll be like, "All right, look at the resume. Boom, 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 boom. Go down the line. Yeah, These yeah. are the biggest festivals in the world, Latino festivals. Open for Bad Bunny on two tours now. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I DJ for Mariah, who's one of the hottest reggaeton female artists in the game right now. Oh, you know I what I mean? Her. Like. I I've I've done a bunch of like, I have my own reggaeton party. You know what I mean? Like you know, I don't think anybody wants to challenge me. But if they do, I, I mean, I'd come with facts. You know, and I, I respect every DJ. If every every DJ thinks it's the best, I'm not gonna argue against them. You know what I mean? They should feel that way. And a lot of the DJs have embraced it. Like I, like I'll, my boy K, uh, K Nasty from LA, like one of 
I call him my young bull because he reminds me of me. Um, and I, I, I put him on to open up Staples Center for Bad Bunny in L.A. You know what I mean? Crucial is another one of my little homies. Uh, Uptown, he's a local San Diego guy from New York that just moved there. Um, and even guys like Exile that I know, like, he, like when we linked up, he was like, bro, come to Vegas, bro, fly out here, meet so-and-so. Yeah, yeah. Introduce me to this guy, this guy. And we, did, You know what I mean? Like, I love that y'all are cool. Yeah, yeah that's my bro. Yeah, that's yeah, my man. bro. Yeah. Even when I moved out here, Exile was open arms. and he, he Yeah, out bro, so I love Exile, man. Like, I feel like you need to do his own uh, podcast with him by himself. I know you had him before, but. We had him on the, the year recap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually, had him before that also. Yeah. Yeah, we did have him. I'd before love that. to have actually, I'd want, I want to do like a Latin panel with maybe you, him, and I need like a, a, a East Coast dude that I could bring in. Call Camillo up, bro. That's your boy. Yeah. Camillo's too. Camillo. Shout out Camillo. He's a, the sole reason why I'm a heavy hitter. I was about to ask you, how you get down with heavy hitters? So There's very few on the West Coast. So it started with, um, I was opening up at Park, where I was doing like a middle set at Park. They had G-Eazy there and DJ Quiz, who's G-Eazy's DJ. Shout out to Quiz. Quiz. Yeah. Quiz, uh, Quiz was like, it was like, I was playing like 12 to 1 before G-Eazy got on. And he was just like, yo, bro, like you're killing it, boom, boom, boom. He's like, yo, like um, there's no heavy hitters in San Diego. And that's kind of how the conversation started. So he went and told Camilo. Camilo, you know, we linked up. I ended up, he ended up having like a gig in San Diego. We, you know, we hung out or whatever. And then he was like, bro, we're looking for new heavy hitters. And there's like, but you got to be co-signed by like the entire West Coast heavy hitters. So they did their homework. I got, I guess I got to prove the Feli Fells, the Dre Sinatras, Eddie One, um, all these guys. Yeah, they, they, I guess they must have not said anything negative because Camilo was like, yo, you're good. I'm going to co-sign you. Like, I'm going to give you my co-sign, but you got to meet enough. And DJ Enough got it like, that's the Presidente. So me and me and my girl, we flew to New York to meet with Enough. Enough, you know, took us out, showed us a good time. We didn't talk about the heavy hitters at all. He didn't ask me, I thought it was gonna be an interview. He didn't ask me, why do you wanna be a heavy hitter? Boom, 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 what do you do? We just had a good time, took us to eat. We, uh, we took us back to the airport, we chopped it up. He brought out his wife, I brought mine, you know, we just had a good time. Yeah, yeah. Then Christmas night, Camilo calls me randomly yo send me your press kit right now and hangs up i'm like what the fuck <laughs> didn't think anything of it 2019 and then the next day he's like stay tuned for uh we're gonna announce the new heavy hitters on uh new year's day on hot 97 so that tuned in and then they announced me and like four other guys that's crazy it's yeah dope, that was in 2019 oh, which is crazy because i grew up idolizing the heavy hitters you know what i mean and yep. so it's it's basically a crew of djs that look out for each other look out for each other and nice. doing making noise in their cities and it's not right. just the united states it's around the world you know what i mean and i wanted to say something uh you said eddie one mm-hmm. he was probably the Khaled latino dj in the west coast for a long time for sure, yeah. Yeah, he was. He I was. The, to he, that's a crook because you just mentioned him, but he was in LA radio. Fuck, what it seemed like six days out of the week. Yeah, and he was pushing that Latin shit, and it was Tito Bambino, Hector Fire, all that stuff. But it just you just hit me when you said his name, and I was like, oh shit, I grew up listening to that dude. Yeah, I grew up listening to him too. But uh, he was a big influence. in LA. Yeah, he's a big influence in the Latin culture as a DJ. Now that you mention it. Too. Yeah, wait, what was the, the radio station back in the day in L.A.? Like, uh, I wouldn't know, but I know the station he's on now, you know. Hot I mean? Latino, Latino Hot, some shit. Latino 96.3 or something Yeah, like 96.3, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Eddie One was definitely one of the pioneers of the of the the Latin movement, too, in the West Coast. He's like, I put him in the Alex Sensation category. I'm sure you know Alex Sensation mm-hmm. from New York, like, from La Mega, you know what I mean? Like, they've been pushing 
the the Latin culture stuff. You know what I mean? So when you mentioned like if he looked up to anybody, it was probably Eddie One that he probably looked up to because Spanish wise, I looked up to Eddie One because he played everything across the board Latin. And he was on the radio. And he was on the radio, and then he would still do hip hop nights. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, sorry, I, I interrupted, like that, but it just fucking hit me. With yeah, yeah, Eddie yeah. One. yeah. No, no, no. That's I, it's it's crazy. Like learning about the West Coast and like the the history of Cali. Mm-hmm. You know, like because it's all new to me. Yeah. Like and uh and uh, but I, I noticed like I noticed shit that's going on with what you're doing and then exile and then yeah. everyone's starting. I see all these Latin parties emerging, like even in Texas and all of this shit. You Texas know? is popping. Yeah, Dallas yeah. is popping. Houston, Houston's a crazy market for the Latin stuff. What's the hardest? What's the hardest city to DJ in for you? Because I you probably been everywhere, right? Yeah. Um, man, honestly. Because I know when you like, if you spin in Miami or New York, like have I you did spun it, I in did, New York. Nah, I have you not. Honestly, oh. honestly, the, I I say this all the time. Like I feel like that'd be the market where I'd be like intimidated. Like, I, I, I feel crooked that shit. I'd feel intimidated. Like yo, like fuck. Like there's some badass fucking DJs. You don't. You, you know don't always I mean? have to go there and do research and listen to motherfuckers what what they're playing. Yeah. Right? But you know what? Quick, what's a good spot in New York um, that does Latin parties? I think a lot of them. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but they're all in Brooklyn now. Yeah, wow, man. Yeah, they, um, like Dana Lou, Dana Lou's party, all, this, all that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, because somebody Brooklyn. told me like the, the um, parties in Washington Heights are like. Yeah. yeah, no, no. There's always gonna be parties in Washington Heights. Yeah, for sure. like I don't know about that, <laughs> but not the big parties. It's gonna be like the. Small. I don't know. No, no. I know there's spots in like Brook, uh, the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Like there's spots out there, but I don't know those joints. Yeah, but the ones that I do know that I hear of are in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, but like I do. I do. Next time I want to go to New York, I do. I haven't gone to like an uptown party in a long time. Yeah. What I've heard about the New York parties too is like heavy dembo. Dembo. Like mad dembo, bro. And like yes, literally I was leaving the Bad Bunny concert last night. My boy Uptown called me and he's like, yo, he FaceTimed me like Dynamico, we gotta get you in New York, bro. And in my head I'm thinking like fuck, I'm down and I'm thinking like fuck like this shit I've never done New York you know what I mean it's I remember intimidating. it's intimidating. I don't know. I've always told myself that but I know like being in that element like you know Talking, to, I'm sure I could reach out to the Camillos and be like, "Yo, what's the vibes? What's the, the most popping records?" Because you know what I mean. That's I don't. I, I might know what's popping out here, but it's gonna be very different over there. I'm, I'm curious though. Like, I'm curious how receptive a New York crowd would be to Cali DJ to a Cali DJ and being like, "Oh man, he's playing to West Coast." Yeah, you know what I mean. But if it, but the opposite, you bring a New York DJ to the Cali, it's acceptable, no problem. Is it acceptable? I'm wondering. Yeah. So like, if you hear a New York, if you hear a New York Latin DJ. And he plays in Cali or Las Vegas. Is it kind of like, oh man, he playing too much of that New York shit? Nah, I'd be no. like, this is fucking hard. This is dope. Oh, okay. like, you know what I mean? So like, it's almost- like I, I would almost take it as like, damn, like I got, like I gotta, t- you know what I mean? Like I gotta step my shit up because like, the music is hitting there first, right? First, first, it's hitting Miami and New York first, first. right? A thousand and percent. So whatever they're on, you're like, yo, that's the next shit that's gonna yeah. pop. Exactly. So like, like I'll hear one. Like I've even heard Camilo in Miami, and I'd be like, damn, I haven't heard that. I gotta, I gotta, like, I gotta put that in my crates. Like, it, it, even though I don't know the song, it's gotta be popping if Camilo's playing it. But right. you also have to keep in mind, Kirk. Me and him are from the same generation, where our, our high school days, everything was from New York, because L.A. West Coast didn't have shit. Mm-hmm. We had the game, but that was it. But game. that was like 50 Cent, Lean Back era, fucking Ja Rule era, all that shit. So we're gonna be, we're gonna Mop accept D. it easier from a from an East Coast DJ coming to LA than us going over there. For it's, sure. fun, it's funny to me because when I see the West Coast and all this emergence of Latin music, right? That's like all the Latin DJs, the parties, the regional parties, and all of this shit. I've been seeing that in Miami and New York forever. Forever. So for me, when I see it, 
it's like it's dope, but it's also like you said, it seems like forced. Yeah. Like, oh, this is what's popping, so we're just gonna, you know, we're gonna yeah. do it. But I hope it continues. Of course. And it doesn't become because I feel like sometimes uh the the shit that like on the West Coast, sometimes like they just go through phases. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't think where like, but but like in New York and Miami, it always it's stays. been authentic. Yeah. It's been authentic it for stays decades. All the time, like I go in Miami, it, it's always Miami. There's mm-hmm. always gonna be like a ton of different types of Latinos there. Yeah. Uh, and same thing for New York. It's I always going to be, you know what I'm LA's saying? LA's always going to do that, though. Same with the Bay, because they just transplant cities. You know what I'm saying? Like Miami Ooh, just has culture implanted with Puerto Ricans, Great Colombians. Point. But you understand Cuban what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm no, not trying sure. to diss like no, no, West Coast no, 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 things. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? It's facts. You know what I'm saying? Because, because I'm Asian, so like you can correct no, me. No, but yeah. look, I'm talking about like, I know exactly what you're saying. And I may be wrong, but. Like everyday people, it was my first taste on real African music. Yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. the party, the scene, the everything. Mm-hmm. The whole vibe was that. LA doesn't have that, bro. LA doesn't have the reggae parties, the dancehall parties, the Afrobeat party, whatever the fuck party, because we didn't. We don't have that culture. We just we're transplant city where everybody wants to go to LA, make it and blow up, and then do whatever the fuck. But we don't have that shit. Do Do you feel like some of the newer parties that are coming are kind of imitations of what you were doing? Super. Big time, yeah, big time, bro, and and but but that's why I switched the name. To, but you have but you're okay with it, right? You kind of I'm have okay to be with okay it, with but it, I mean, it's just it more expected. like this is it's expected, and I just look at it as like, all right, dope. Like people are like the movement, it's just growing, it's growing. More people are doing it. I never take it as like personal or anything like that. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, but right. unless they go and straight up, you know, bite everything that I'm doing. But that's the sole reason why like the pandemic happened, and I just did like you know what after the pandemic. My party has already been, it's, it's happening in everywhere. Like there's, this party is the same party that's going down in LA, in the Bay, boom, in different cities. I'm like, I'm going to brand it. And then I, I just branded it different and with more Latin, you know what I mean? Because now Guaracha, you've heard of Guaracha. It's like, yeah. it's like tribal Latin house. Like yeah, yeah. That shit's exploding too. And I'm like, yo, like that shit's, we got to jump on that wave. You got guys like Farruko doing pepas. Like that's like the Guaracha. Mm-hmm. It comes from the Guaracha roots, you know what I mean? So. It's just Latin in general is just growing. It's just, it's not just reggaeton, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, what are you playing when you open up for Bunny? I played all reggaeton, classic stuff. Um, Do the kids know it and shit? I played, yeah, well, I played, I played a mixture of my, like, give my, us, my give reggaeton. Us some, give, us, give us some songs. What do you mean classic? Like Ivy Queen and shit I like did that? like Teo Calderon. Pa- Tego, of course. Right? Tego Calderon, Pa' Que Se Logos. Wait, they, they know Tego? Because I've talked to some like early 20-year-old like Mexicans yeah, in sure. in LA in their early twenties. They, oh, they, they, they don't know, know who the, yeah. They don't know who the but fuck they're going to keep goes. in mind though, the, the Bad Bunny concert was there was thirty and forty year olds yeah, yeah, yeah. also there, you know. So I played I, I played a mixture of newer reggaeton, older reggaeton and like the the stuff in the middle. So like what? Like what? Like uh So I played like a lot of like the like old Chile? Like like yeah, I played some Don Omar, I played Don Omar Dile, I played uh Tego Calderon, uh Paquesolo Gosen I played um, uh, obviously like the Nina Sky, Oye Mi Canto. I played Gasolina, like those classic records. And then I started hitting with like the J Balvin's in the tw- 2012, like 6 a.m., um, Nicky Jam, Hasta la Manacer, like those kind of like records that kind of like, I kind of was telling a story. And then, and then I, I started hitting with the newer stuff, the Osunas, the J Cortez, Setch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Towers, you know what I mean? And then um, I played some Dembo, like El Alfa, you know what I mean? Rochi uh, uh, RD. And then I also played like the Pepas, the Skrillex and J Balvin um, yeah, yeah. in the ghetto. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I went back down to reggaeton when I knew he was going to get on. And I played more of like the sing-along stuff, like more mellow, kind of like, all right, bring the energy a little bit back down because it's about Bunny now, you know? So, yeah, it was like a two-hour set pretty much that I did. Wow. Oh, but it was all two Latin. Two hours? Yeah, all Latin and... and, and Wait, that's zero. long, no? Yeah. Two hours. <laughs> two hours. I played eight. Oh, because everyone's walking in. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, so doors game. were at eight. I got on at eight. Eight to nine, I was just playing, like, opening Latin music. What's then, opening Latin music? Like, I was playing, like, the older stuff. I was playing, like, the 6 a.m., J. Bobbin, exactly, mm. like, the Nicky Jam stuff and... Um, and then at nine, um, Corona is the sponsor. So at nine, I have to give an announcement about the Corona sponsorship. And then from there, I you started said, using. This is all in Spanish, right? No, no, I was. I was the English and Spanish. English and Spanish. Yeah, I was. I was doing more English for sure. When I'm in other countries, I do all Spanish. I'm kind of curious to hear your mic voice. <laughs> I don't know why. Pause. It's, it's definitely. Uh, I don't know that I'll be able to corona? pull it off. Can I hear you, the Corona? <laughs> Actually, I got a vi- I got a video. You'll see it on my story. I Just send us the send video. Me the video. I need I send you the video. Yeah. I want to hear it. I want to hear. I got you. Bad Bunny rompiendo la tarima tonight. Y'all ready at the count of three? Pa arriba, pa abajo, pa el centro. Yo, Bunny's blowing up. He's in that new Brad Pitt movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah he's in Brad Pitt. <laughs> well, he was oh, in Narcos yeah. Mexico, too. That's yeah. right, yeah. Narcos Mexico, yeah. cover of Playboy, Super Bowl halftime show, uh, Coachella, like... Shit, man. pretty he much does the like cro- Corona, 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 yeah. Corona commercial. Like, yeah, like you're talking about the new movie. That is, he he's still in Narcos. The, is he still the most streamed artist on Spotify? Oh, That's wait, it. actually, wait, don't forget WWE. Yeah, yeah. he was huge. That's right. Yeah, that was what, weird. I mean? what was that about, though? <laughs> no, but he was actually like, because I, I, I watched WWE too. Like, he actually do? was a good wrestler. Like, he don't fuck out of here. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Age group at work. I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't watch it. Why do you watch that? I used to watch it a lot heavy and then when Bunny came back on I'm like yo I gotta start watching it again. yeah bro leave us alone yeah, bro. Leave us alone, bro. he loves that shit huh <laughs> Bad Bunny he loves that yeah. shit he loves that shit bro why That's, I don't get it I literally bro in um, 2019 when he was performing at Chaos remember Chaos yeah, yeah. The, I forgot the yeah. Palms yeah. the Palms um, we went to have dinner and literally we had a, like a 20 minute conversation on just wrestling that's Jesus. Like, yeah. Oh, he made a song about that. Booker T. Yeah, Booker T. And then he got Rick he put Rick Flair on one of his yeah. videos. Yeah, bro, he's big into it. Bro, that's what we grew up picturing, on. Though. Booker T's not still. I'm picturing still Bad Bunny. No, he's not fired. He's a commentator now. Right. Picturing Bad Bunny like talk about wrestlers. It just doesn't make sense. Bro, it's he's the same age group as me and him. So we grew up on Stone like, Cold yeah. and Pero, pero Rick Flair. You know, Rick Flair. Pero Rick Flair. <laughs> <laughs> The Rock. <laughs> and like I'd be at the dinner eating, he'd be like, "Oh, yeah. Rick Flair, like, come see these or look at that." Yo, he Ooh. actually had he, yeah, in, in like his show. <laughs> in, hey, listen, in his <laughs> in his show in <laughs> Dallas, he had the Undertaker come out on his bike. Oh shit, really? That's uh, crazy. Two weeks ago, two Dude, weeks ago, he came out. He came out on the bike and he fucking intro- he did the pointing at him and shit. He introduced him to the whole crowd. That's crazy. Two Damn. weeks ago, Undertaker. Oh my god, crazy, bro. <laughs> Is there uh, any music that you can't play? At the Bad Bunny, I've definitely known Bad Bunny. That's it. But there's no play. artist that he has beef with or anything. No, nah, he doesn't. He does. He's not J Balvin. Yeah, J Balvin just got cooked by fucking uh, Residente. Residente. 
Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're uh, beefing hard right now. Uh, was it Calle? He used to do Calle 13. Calle 13? Oh, yeah, Calle 13. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the Atrévete. main guy. Atrévete. Atrévete. Yeah, that's a banger. I saw him perform that song in uh, Bad Bunny's concert in Puerto Rico, like yeah. earlier this year. Or that was huge December, at the time. And he Bad performed Bunny's that song. Him, yeah. yeah, I think that's, he's like a. Son, like, I, I dropped that once in a while. Everyone's just like, oh shit, Atrévete. I forgot about this. So that guy, that guy became Residente and he just dissed the fuck out of J Balvin. He did a 10 minute. Like eight, a, eight like eight a like a ten minute cipher type shit like just disembalming the whole time. Like, what was he it. saying? Like disrespectful shit. Like yeah, like talking about his personal shit, talking about his depression, talking about everything. Like like how did you win Afro Latino? Oh, that you don't yeah that you don't that you don't write your own music. That you're white wow. and they and that we were confused yeah, on that too. Remember we were like how the hell did he win Afro Latina Afro Latina of the year Afro Latino Latino yeah. of the year? What like, kind of oh because he did have some like like Caribbean songs yeah. I think Farouk was nominated for that too. Didn't he denounce the award or something? He pulled a Macklemore. No, he. I never. He said something like, "I'm not Afro Latino." Yeah, I don't. I don't represent that. genre. We were confused how he was even nominated, and then people were insulted that he won, and then people were insulted that that he did. He didn't win. He didn't win. Like he was above. Like I don't know if he seemed like he was above. Yeah. Jay Balvin's been having a rough year. You think so? I mean, yeah, he had the uh, the Pera video. Yeah, the the with the Tokishka, the the video Tokisha. that they, they had to take that off YouTube. Yeah, because there was this um, he had like dark skin, like darker skin. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, well, the the artist, the artist that's on the record, Tokishka, she's Dominican and yeah, she's, she's dark, Dominican. dark, and he. Like pretty much, she was she had a collar like she was a dog, and he was walking. I forgot her. about that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But there was like a couple women in dog collars, and he was walking them. But they yeah. were all quote unquote darker skinned women. Mm -hmm. And then I think he also had something else happened with it. But him. that, but see, the that song it's called Perra en Calor. It means like a dog in heat. So it's like it's not like he's just randomly doing the video. It's like it it goes with the song. Yeah, you know but I mean? it's a little like it's it's not it's not. Like woke. The, the world, bro, yeah, we're just yeah. the world is soft as fuck. That's all it is. Yeah. Period. I don't know. I don't think we need like I I kinda understand what they they're coming from though. Because it's like all these hip hop and all these videos, they're very misogynistic. Facts. They objectify women. It's like, do we need to see women on leashes? On leashes, you know, on, like on, on, and they were like on all fours. It wasn't like empowering. Yeah, it was like very with degrading. like like half naked, and they were half yeah. naked too. Yeah. So I, I kind of get it. It was like a bad choice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then he also got into trouble with the, like in the in the ghetto, right? Yeah. Because he's not from the ghetto. Like he's like a but, rich but kid see, in Colombia. Ba ba Balvin is just <laughs> he's just one of those artists that people just. He can't ever like. They're, he's never gonna be right. He's never gonna win. You gotta watch his documentary on. I think it's on Amazon mm. Prime. And there was some stuff going on in Colombia with like politics and the government and not treating people right. And Bobbin had nothing to do with it, but people were talking shit to him because he didn't talk about it or he didn't bring awareness. So then he went and talked about it and he said, "Hey, I don't agree with what's going on." And then he started getting more heat. Why are you stepping into the? And right. Like this has nothing to do with Jesus you. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like he can't win. Like wow. you're talking about like like oh you're not from what the ghetto. What year was that? What when did that happen? That was like 2019. Wow. Yeah. 2019. It's a good documentary. You got to watch it. Very inspirational. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. You got to watch it for I sure. I know that he's had a, a rough year though. Yeah. He's had a rough year. <laughs> like you know, it's been rough for him, man. But he's one of but my he's favorite a great, artists. He's one of my favorite artists too and he's such a good good dude like yeah, yeah. great person, bro. Like very thankful. Like he he told me thank you because I also did it for one of his artists called Matt Paris, and 
we were doing the Neon Festival here at the Resorts World oh, in yeah, September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like three weeks. And one well, you, of you the parties. You was here for that, right? Yeah, one of the parties. Oh, wait. Can I ask you something? How come you never invite me to any of this shit? <laughs> I know. My bad. Next one for sure. Matter of fact, I'm going to you know be here. I just picked up a residency at the Virgin Hotel, the... Elia. What's that pool called? Uh, Elia. Elia. Yeah. Nice. Um, they're gonna be doing like seven or eight Latin shows this year. Amazing. Nice. Man. And I just Dope. locked that in. Uh, starting May sixth, May seventh. So okay, you better hit me so up. You, for that. Gonna go, I'm gonna hit you up. You guys, you guys, go you guys got all pull up. Backpack. You guys got all pull up. I get the first call. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> You're carrying his. If you backpack. talk to this motherfucker before me, I'm gonna be tight. <laughs> Yo, why you tight, bro? <laughs> Mexican. We we stay together. But it's 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 amazing seeing like the Latin shit grow, man. It's and 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 it's it's very humbling that I get the call like. J Bob and Neon Fest, boom, like, you know, festival here, boom, like, you know, and it's not just West Coast stuff, you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of gatekeeper over it's, here, bro. It's, it's amazing. Like, like they're doing this other one at Dodger Stadium in uh, June. So that's the one I want to fucking go to, bro. What's going on at Dodger Stadium? They're doing it's it's like a regional and reggaeton and like it's like everything. It's like like uh also they're doing uh it's called Vivo. It's like oh, at the end of Oh wait, wait. That's the Viva. Other one Viva. We were talking, talking about Vibra Urbana. Oh yeah, 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 that's in May. Vibra in May. Urbana, Urbana. But we don't talk about Vibra Urbana because we're Team Baja Beach Fest over here. <laughs> that's right. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll cut that out. Okay. The biggest, we'll the, big, the biggest reggaeton <laughs> festival in the world. No, we don't have to cut it out. That's fine. Okay, well, okay. Wait, wait, wait let's talk about this Baja Beach Fest. How long has that been going on? 2018 was the first year. You did you do the first year? No, I went. That's when I went with Bad Bunny's camp. Okay, like, okay. As a, as a, met as them. a guest, and then. I kind of met them, you know what I mean? And then uh, De La Ghetto, who's another reggaeton artist, was doing um, Spring Break 2019 at Papa's and Beer because it's the owners of Papa's and Beer, yeah, right yeah. behind Papa's and Beer where they do the whole festival. 50,000 people, crazy, nuts. Um, and then I just started chopping it up with the owner, you know, shout out my boy Aaron Ampulia. And he was just like, yo, let's get you some dates at Papa's and Beer. And then I started doing Papa's and Beer. And then Baja Beach 2019, he's like, you're on the lineup. I'm like, cool. Then 2020 pandemic happened, but I was on that lineup. And then 2021, I was on. I, I yeah, was the that was crazy. I did that one, and then I'm on the 2022 lineup. And then now they're doing a festival in Chicago called Sueños. They put me on that lineup too. So it's, it's like crazy. I'm growing with them. You know what I mean? Like, did you ever think it would it would explode like this? Honestly, I did. I you thought did. I was gonna. I, I knew it was like I just. I had a feeling like, bro, like Latin's gonna take over. Like, like it's gonna become commercial. It goes again. It goes back to the Mi Gente and and the Despacito records. I was like, yo, Bieber, Beyonce, like, yo, this something's gotta give here. Like, something's yeah. gonna happen. You know what I mean? And let me take a little leap of faith, and then it just works. She out, performed you know? that shit at Coachella too. Yeah, yeah, bro. It's just, it's just, it was nuts. You know, so it's crazy. Like, I mean. Now it's becoming even bigger because you're getting the regional stuff involved. You know what I mean? So it's like, and then the cumbia stuff's coming back. There's a festival in LA that's like all, it's like Bronco and yeah, like. Yeah. It's a uh, Best Summer? Best Summer, yeah. I think Golden Boys. Yeah, Golden yeah. Voice does that. It's yeah, like, that it, in, uh, it's like all, the, like literally, like my mom would love to go to that concert. I'm going with my mom to that Yeah, Loki, I think I'm going to take my mom. She it's the best. That. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'll be, you guys, if you guys go together with your moms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You jealous? I'll bring you too. Go to like an early, you know, like a lunch together, and then go to this. Go get some tacos. Do do brunch and then go to the concert. I think you should do a DJ moms uh, like all the all the Mexican DJs. I'll hit them up. We'll we'll, we'll set the hit up up all the guys. Is it in LA? Yeah, it's It's in in LA. LA. Yeah, hit up like sour milk. Who else? All those motherfuckers. (laughs) Lechero, lechero. Shout out to lechero. Fucking one hundred and he's leche. He's leche now. Pause. He's leche. He's not lechero. Lechero's one of our homies from LA. He's he's on the radio. 
uh, with Jay Cruz, and he just lost like 200 pounds. 200 yeah. pounds. Oh, okay. Crazy. Like, it's crazy. Like, crazy. In a year, beyond insane. Yeah. But shout out to him. But yeah, we'll probably make the mom's trip. Probably him amazing. Too. Make that happen. It's good to have you here, man. Hey, yeah, thank bro. you for having me. Is there, is there, what, are you, what are you saying? It's, it's definitely, I remember uh, we had this combo in 2019 at Light. We were both a little, I think we were a little bit more Tipsy. blacked out than me. <laughs> And I was like, wait, wait, what are you talking about? You're, you're, you're <laughs> like, you're I've been nice to you this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say one, one little part. Why, why like, are you in town? Boom, boom, boom. Like, oh, boom. I was like, bro, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I wish I could be doing the road podcast. I'm like, you're having all these guys back to back to back. I was talking about, shout out Scooter. I'm like, you're, I'm like, how do you have Scooter three times and you don't even ask me to be here once? And you're like, dynamic. I have a plan. Everything's about timing. And yeah. here we are now. It's about time. You're like, I'm, I'm saving it for the right moment right now. It's too soon. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, hey. Yeah, we talked about the same shit. We had that conversation? Yeah, at light, at the, at the, Mandalay, at Bay. the Mandalay Bay. Yeah. But do you, do you believe me now? Of course I believe you. Like, literally, I've been thinking about this the whole time. I'm like, yo, like, Crooked was right. Yeah. Oh, shit. I tell a lot of DJs, they hit me like, yo, I, knew, I need to be on there. I have a story. And I said, what you think is a story now is just like the first 20 minutes of a movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like I, I want you to build a little bit more, but yeah. I see you. I see what you're doing. I just want to talk to you. We have mad meetings you know what about I'm saying? people that we want to put on, but we gotta wait for the right time. Of course, and then yeah. it worked out. Like I was fucking. I'm here doing the Bad Bunny concerts. Like yo, what the fuck? Like like the time. Now is I want to talk because like yeah, because it's like if I talk to you in the middle of it, your thinking would be more visual, like more of a visionary, right? You'd be like forecasting, and kind of like. Oh, it, it could be this, but when I talk to you after, you have a reflection on the on the journey, right? Yeah. I can't talk to motherfuckers who are in the middle of the journey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because right. in the middle of the journey, you're going through, you know, doubt. You're going through frustration, anxiety, anxiety. But you're you're seeing good things. It's, yeah. it's it's a lot of ups and downs. But when you kind of reach a certain level, you're able to kind of look back and be like. Holy shit! Like I did build this, yeah, and and it was gonna go this way, but it went this way, and now it's here. Yeah, and, and I'm glad. You know? and, I'm, and I'm glad. And I'm glad that we waited because not not like, like this is like a not, like that big of a podcast. Yeah, like yeah, you know no, what I'm no, saying? No, like but, we're just. But, you know. but also too, like I, like I don't want to say that I felt like I was ready in 2019 to have a podcast. Because don't get me wrong, I probably would have been saying some cool stories, but. 2019 dynamic to 2022 dynamic is completely different, you know. What yeah. I mean? So it, 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 you were a thousand percent right on that, and I'm glad we waited. And man, it's it's, it's an honor to be here with you guys for real. But why did you have to? Why did you have to add that? I, you thought I was more fucked up than you were? No, no. Probably <laughs> <laughs> were, Why did you have to add that little thing, huh? Little dig. Because I, I was was I slurring when I was you telling were, you? Because you were no, because you were like dynamic, like bro, what are you doing in my city? Boom, boom, boom. And I was just like, bro, I'm like, I didn't say that, did I? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because we had we had a we had a Anuel's DJ. It was like a Latin like it was a Latin night at light. Oh, this was it was oh, a Latin night oh, at light. Wait, when was this? Was January? Uh, t- it was 2019, like sometime I wanna, in 2019. I, feel like I, think I was, was there. I think it was January. Was it when he couldn't? When he had to sit down and perform? Yes, I was there. No, 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 no. It wasn't that night. It wasn't okay, that night. Okay. That's the night I remember. That was the year before. Okay. That was when Anel was sitting down. Yeah, no, yeah. no. This was the following year, 2019. We booked his DJ because mm. Anuel was here doing a concert somewhere, and we booked his DJ for the Were after party. Were you spending party. with Exile? 
Yeah, no, Exile was spinning that day. I was, I was, I was, I just did the booking. I think it was January 2020. Yeah, Exile was, was definitely DJing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Exile opened up for Etienne, Etienne is Anuel's DJ. And then you showed up, and then I don't know, it just started. I think it went from some like, oh, you're in my city doing Latin shows, boom, boom, boom. And I was just like, bro, like, I'm like, so it was more like a friendly, like, small talk. And I'm like, well, what about you putting people on the podcast from, I said, my city, yeah. two, three different times. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even get asked and you're like dynamic but then you got serious you're like no dynamic trust me bro I got to I got to it's it's all about timing you got to you got to just believe in me like trust me the time will come and I was just like all right I respect it and here we are now and yeah, yeah. like damn you were right thousand percent i was right you were right i'm glad you, you were admitted drunk, it but you were right <laughs> on camera you're so stupid for <laughs> that i was right yeah i was wrecked that night you know <laughs> you, you remember the night yeah it was I like it, exile was there I, I remember it was and don't and, believe in this no, this, shit this is a funny now. story because who had the table in the dj booth there it was uh it was uh the 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 uh, dj at the end people it was like all like okay so i was with exile and i was wrecked you know i was and i was dancing and i was so wrecked i thought it was exile's table mm. so i went there and i made a drink and these dudes are looking at me like I'm, cr I'm like I'm crazy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Puerto like, Ricans, Puerto yeah, Ricans. these Puerto Rican dudes, like like four or five of them, they're looking at me like, yo, this Asian dude is crazy, because I, because you know how comfortable <laughs> I am at light, right? I know, yeah, of course. So yeah. I just walked up and I made a bottle and I looked yeah. at him, I was like, what's good? So yeah. let's say, imagine, I'm thinking like now that I think about it, <laughs> I'm imagining some stranger come up to my table, make himself a drink, and then nod at me. Like what up? Like I'm gonna fuck this dude up. <laughs> I mean, but you gotta be somebody if you need that in that DJ. Booth. Yeah, so they they, they they looked at me confused, like they were just like, "What the fuck is That's this dude? Like, is he so? Who is he? Right?" Uh -huh. And then they saw me with Exile. Yeah, and then stuff, and then <laughs> I I just That's had crazy. like I know there was it was like there was girls dancing. It was like it was crazy. It was all this shit going on, mm -hmm. and then I was like dancing. It was crazy, and then I fell right. Oh my and god. I, <laughs> So I fell and I rolled into. <laughs> Where you roll? I <laughs> fell and I rolled into their section. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and I think, <laughs> and I think I knocked the table and like. The, oh my god! And then the drinks fell and then they all got up and they fucking rushed me, like they were coming to me like yo like who the fuck are you like get the fuck away and da 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 and I was like yo yo relax relax relax. I was just like, yo, yo. I'm, I was like, yo, just, I know that I know exile. I'm just with this. I work here. I work at the company. Like, yo, yo, yo get the fuck away from me. I'm like, yo, relax, man. I'm like, relax. I, said, <laughs> I, I, I was like, I apologize. I was like, yo, I apologize, fam. Like, I'm, you know, I am wrecked. Yeah. I give you that. You know, obviously, because I just fell and rolled into your section. <laughs> It's like you got the, you got the, you got the first pass yeah. and you were drinking, pouring drinks yeah, yeah, on the yeah. table, and then like now you felt like. Nah, yeah, and, bro, and I knew bro. I'm like, yo, I look crazy now, so I understand why. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm the power. Stay. That's the power of the Latin music, bro. Yeah. They had you dancing, bro. I don't think and I've I, ever seen you dance, bro. Nah, I haven't danced since. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I and then I went back and I was you know I was just, you know continued to dance and shit like that. But yo, they was ready to set it on me. That's funny, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad you brought up that conversation. Cause then I, sure. I'm glad we're here now, man. Yeah, I'm glad we're here now. And, and I, this was so last minute too. Yeah, no, it was. I literally yeah. was. I text you Friday, like, yo, bro, because I didn't know if I was gonna for sure do the the bunny concert. I found out like on on Thursday, like, yo, like you're good to go to the bunny concert because they're super last minute with certain things. Yeah, yeah. And um, 
and that's why I hit your fire, like, yo, bro, I'm gonna be in town, you know, this weekend. I'll take a late flight Sunday, and it worked out, bro. So I'm glad. Appreciate you guys. I know it's Sunday, and you guys all probably had gigs last night. So I appreciate you guys being. No, yeah, me and never had a long night. We did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. Pause. <laughs> that's why when we said 3 p.m., I'm like, oh, perfect. This, yeah, this ain't yeah. bad. Oh, uh, you know what? And I know we were rating the California cities, but shout mm-hmm. to all the cities in Cali. Like, yeah, we're, just, man, yeah. we're just joking, and I am trolling I a little bit, yeah. you know. But it, shout to all y'all. I really am happy actually to see every city really embrace. Like, I feel like the DJs are really leading a new wave. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. outside. Yeah, yeah, that's outside of like nightclubs controlling shit. Mm-hmm. They're doing I'm, their own thing. DJs yeah. are DJs are now they're doing they they're curating the entire night. Yeah, yeah. they're it's, booking tables. They're they're curating the party. They're DJing. Yep. You know what I mean? They're bringing in hosts. Like we're doing everything. They're taking control, and I'm really seeing it in California more. And I think it's good in all the cities. For you know sure. what I'm saying? Most of the cities, I'm seeing it, and it's it's good shit. And I, you know, man, I'm very happy for you, man. And Thank I, you, bro. And like you said, you know, I don't know if you're gonna dominate the world, but I, you know, I can't wait. <laughs> he to will. See. I can't wait to see like you know what Try. you're gonna do in five years or so. Yeah, you know? no, for sure. No, and and I've been fortunate to you know be around you know big DJs like yourself and a lot Not of these DJs. D- I'm that, a working guy. Yeah, and you you're know, a big DJ I, now. I, I got I got lucky to be able to like you know experience Love. watching you know the big dogs in the in the industry because I don't think I'd be here if it wasn't for that. You know what I mean? No, no. no. There's, there was a lot of. Uh, Learn lessons in that Stingery DJ booth for sure. <laughs> I mean, you surpassed that, man. And and, uh, and I'm happy to see you flourish. And I, th- I think it's just the beginning for you too, man. No, I appreciate I, it, I, man. Know? Like right now, right now, obviously, you know, I'm sticking on, on, I'm doing the whole DJ stuff, but I'm also working on music. I got like like Latin records coming out. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. doing a, I can't talk too much about it, but I'm doing a Latin festival in San Diego this summer. It's gonna be reggaeton and regional music. Beautiful, you uh, know what I we'll mean. We'll be there so, for sure. I'm bringing Crooked. Yeah, you gonna learn who bring, the fuck. Bring your mom. I'll bring my mom too. Yeah, hey, yo, bring your mom. <laughs> uh, another thing. Does heavy hitters have a, a podcast division? Get, yeah, get, get, get the world podcast on heavy hitters. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah man. I got you. Yeah, you got two, how, two New Yorkers. Out? How's that working out? <laughs> yeah, how's that working out? Like what the, the Sleeping Giant, which by the way, shout out Scooter, my brother. Like, but that's the, but it's like, like, like road podcast is a part of the like. Yeah, they just joined. So like, yeah, because there's been. Uh, events and opportunities for road podcasts for to be at events and stuff. Yeah. Events, but also like other shit. Like the I don't I can't talk about. We it can't now. talk about yeah. it, but we'll tell you off here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but like, cool. I, but I need I need their infrastructure and, and their representation. Okay. Also, I, I'll link you with uh, this guy. His name's Niles. Niles is like the do it all of the heavy. Good win. Yeah. 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 So I'll talk to Niles and and you guys figure it out. Yeah, that'd be dope. You know, it'd be funny if if we if we if we don't get the cosign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People used to think Niles and I were brothers. Wait, it's hella weird. Yeah, you do look alike. What happens when DJs get denied with heavy hitters? <laughs> do we grow them? Do I get a letter? Like, <laughs> like you know, when you like apply to college. college? <laughs> yeah. What's crazy? What's crazy is like because I will po- I will frame that shit with the heavy hitters. A, a rejection notice. Yeah. A rejection letter. Like, yo, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> like, I guess they didn't open up the gates for like new heavy hitters until. In two, 2019 when I was on, yeah. when I got on with like four other DJs, and then this past year, they did it again. They added like another five. But I had like a dozens of DJs hitting me up, bro, how can I be a heavy hitter? And I always tell people how you can be a heavy hitter. I just t- tell them, work hard and dominate your market. Yeah. That's, That's what it. Chris said. That's what Chris said. Work hard and dominate your market. That's like what you got to do to be, I, what I think, to be a heavy hitter based on what I've seen. And then just build with the heavy hitters and get the cosign, and then that's pretty much what you got to do. It sounds easier said than done, but... Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, and it's like crew love shit. Like, like 
it's for you really being, a family, bro. It it's really it you really can hit him for advice bro. or contact. Yeah, bro. Like uh, Camilo, I saw Camilo like four months ago in Miami, and he was just like dynamic, bro. Like you don't call me enough, bro. You can call me about these things, like mm. you know what I mean. Like enough, enough, bro. During the pandemic, enough fucking sent, would send me cash apps randomly. Be like, here you go, boss. Like here you go, pop. Yeah, just a little something for you to like. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. you know what I mean. Like it's a real family, bro. Like we would have Zoom calls every like two weeks. And okay, I want to be a heavy hitter. We talk. No, we talk <laughs> yeah, we would talk about like you know what I mean. We talk I'm about the drop. Talk about health and depression. Like, bro, it's like it's it's really a family. Like you know what I mean. It's it, like, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying. It's, it, I don't think there's egos. Like I've seen DJs get denied. Like DJs will bring up some DJs' names, and other DJs will be like, "Nah, he's too egotistic, or he's not a team player. He can't be a heavy hitter." Damn. Yeah. Is there anyone egotistical or not a team player on our crew? I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so, so man. Nah. <laughs> nah, I don't think so. Y'all, y'all motherfuckers better change. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's definitely see if we could do like the some of the, the heavy hitters podcast curated by the road podcast. You know yeah. what I mean? Oof. I think we're the, we, I think we dominate the market because we're the only DJ podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? yeah. But it's like only three or something. <laughs> so we're one of the three. Definitely you know? dominating. Yeah. I was gonna ask you, is that your brand? Kingsbread? Yeah, so um, Kingsbread, um, I'm, I guess you could say I'm, I'm more of a brand ambassador. Um, in 2018, my boy Roa and Gio, Gio's a pro- music producer. Mm-hmm. He was Nicky Jam's engineer and producer for like five, six years. He had a crew called Kingsbread. It was like like a crew of like producers. He's from LA too. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like Nicky Jam would tell him like, yo, bro, you should start putting, making Kingsbread merch. That's a hard ass name. And he started making hats, and Nicky Jam started wearing the hats. Like, he was the first reggaeton artist to wear these hats. And if you look at his documentary on uh, El Ganador on Netflix, he's mm-hmm. wearing a bunch of Kingsbread hats. Anyways, long story short, him and Roa partnered up, and Roa came in on the business side, got the actual hats from, like, Asia, and then did all the marketing. And in, in 2018, Roa, who I've known for years, was like, bro, I got this brand, and I know you wear hats. Boom, boom, boom. He started giving me hats. And I just started wearing them everywhere because it's good quality hats, which, by the way, I got to give you guys a care package. I'll, I'll get that sent in the next week or two. Yeah, yeah, do that. Um, and uh, and from there, bro, like just you just started seeing like Bad Bunny, Osuna, Carol G, Anuel wearing the hats. Like mm. we, would, we would send like I, I'd have I'd be at a show. I'd meet Jake Cortez. I'd be, I'd be like, bro, Jake, let me send you a package. Send him a package. Yo, I met so and so. Boom. And we started just sending packages to all these reggaeton artists. And they started just off, like wearing it authentically. Yeah, they and they got a good following on IG, like fifty thousand. Yeah, bro. Followers, so, right? so, and then actually, we just had our pop up event yesterday in LA. It was called the Homecoming event because that's where Geo's from. Um, and it was like one hundred and twenty people. It was like invite only, like lying out the door. It was just showcasing the new hats and stuff like that. I couldn't make it obviously because I was here. But yeah, bro, it's just you know, it's just it's a lifestyle they, they brand. They did your merch too. Like are nah, you merching your website and shit? Nah, no, nah, that, that's completely separate. Oh. They just, I just, I just, you know, they're they're my. I call them my partners because we work on a lot of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. up behind the scenes. And then they, you know, it's a, it's a brand that I've been associated with before it kind of exploded. So I have like, okay, I'm passionate about it. You know what I mean? And yeah, and they did the Canelo jacket too. I saw Canelo, yeah, Canelo jacket, yeah. And then we did a we did a collab with Carol G. So instead of the KB, it was KG, and we gave her 500 hats. She sold them on her website. We did uh we just did one with uh Eladio Carrion. Um, he's uh who's Bad Bunny's artist. Um. The, the sauce boy hat we did one with echo yg who's like the biggest rapper reggaeton rapper in argentina so and there's uh, some big collapse coming up too but it's just yeah like the reggaeton industry just embraces the king's bread brand and it's been great like you'll see when i when i send you guys some hats you're gonna feel like yo like 
this fits crazy, you know what I mean? Dope. Last dope. night at the Bunny concert, I saw like 20 people with these hats. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it just became like organic and authentic. People this is definitely the right squad for hats. Everyone yeah, always right? wears a hat. <laughs> 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 Yo, Dynamic, thank you so appreciate much for thank being you, here, man. Appreciate you, man. Thank like, you. Shout out the Road Podcast. My guy, D-Miles, Never. Jimmy the Great, Uncle Crook. Uncle Crook. Uncle Crook. Appreciate it. Yo, salute for real, man. Thank you, Thank you. Appreciate it. Peace. Thanks for tuning into the Road Podcast. Don't forget, every Wednesday, we have new episodes on all major streaming platforms. And every Thursday, the video versions go up on our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash roadpodcast. And to find exclusive clips of the pod, please visit youtube.com slash DJ City. And we'll see you next Wednesday.